the 1850s, it was before that, 1300s, the, the 1200s, 1000, 1000, what? Shit, man. I didn't, know, I didn't know that. What? Man, Korean man, he was not listening to China nor Japan, yo. They was not listening, yo. Let me see. Yeah, see, we got it. Oh, man, let me. Yeah, we on the pseudo killers now. Let me switch this over to the pseudo killers so I can put it in the chat. All right. Got nine people in there. Here we go. Build that up now. Let's see who we got in here, man. Savio. What's up, Mr. White? That's a miss. I think. That's Miss White. That's a miss. What's that? Regina. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, I put in when was Korea the the when this hold on when was Korea founded. This shit say October 3rd, mm-hmm. 1945. No, no, this one say, this is, yo, this shit crazy. They say October 3rd, 2333 BC. Told you. I don't believe that shit. Yeah, yo, I'm telling you. That... About when they split. Man, BC. Who, BC. North and who South. The hell, who the hell put that date together? That's like, that's an the exact. They've been around date, forever. Yo. They've been around. Yeah, they've been around. Yo, like it's career. Yo, how yeah, they fought. They 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 fought. Yo, come on, man. Like, like that's my thing to study the study of a history, yo. And I'm telling you that the Japanese, the Koreans, right, and the Chinese, they ain't the same. They're not. Ain't, it, it ain't no walking through the two loops. It ain't no we cool. It ain't that, bro. They got different history, just like the Brits, right? And, and the French yeah. and the Americans. Like, like, like remember, yo, the, the, the America came about breaking away from the British Empire, yo, right? Yeah, yeah. Take the, yeah and they know, got Korea. So Korea, Korea just as old as Egypt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Korea just as old as Egypt, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 just as old. China, look at the China on the Yellow River. Look, check out that's a river civilization, yo. What did that go back to? 4,000, 5,000, what? They got, they got pottery, fishing communities. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, come on, yo. They got some of the oldest things. They old, we don't spend time. Mesoamerica, right? 3,500 BCE. 3000 BCE, like they don't talk about that. That's in America's. So, yeah, I mean, like, like, come on, man. That shit ain't that old. Shit. <laughs> My old America don't go back no 3500 BC. Of course, it do, yo. Um, damn, I can't think of the date, yo. If I got one of them, one of them fake Indians on here, yo, they attack because I done beat them up so bad. I made them run to the ancient sites, yo. And so they had this point, they was right that, that, that you got, you, they, they shit was older than Europe, yo. That's the joke. The, who? Meso- the Native Americans? Yeah. They got oh, no, cities. Man, all they do Google it. Mesoamerica. Uh, they got uh, structures and shit. They go back to 3500 BCE. I'm telling you, yo. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's, you ain't know that? No, nah, I ain't know that, yo. I thought that shit was like kind of new, yo. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Wow. You, did you? How old you thought it was? They older than the Almacs. Like, I thought it was like 1500 BC. Mm -hmm. I ain't know it went like the 3500 BC. That was. Hell yeah, yo. Hell yeah. Let's see. Mesoamerica. Yep. And 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 and, and that's where chocolate come from, cocoa. Mm -hmm. So so the funny part is when they be saying when Ali Baba Muhammad them be tricking y'all. I'm gonna show y'all, yo. When they be tricking y'all, man, about uh, the black guards and all that, man. They be they be priests in costumes because they rep they represented chocolate, yo. And then if you look at the priest's feet, they be white, be light brown, but they painted black. Pretty silly. Yeah, <laughs> you think I made that up? I ain't messing with you no more, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull it up. Yo. Pull it up. Hey, look, go go to the pottery, yo. Mesoamerican pottery, yo. Watch. I know exactly what you're talking about. That Coco was was. They, they, I'm telling you, Coco was like <laughs> an aphrodisiac, yo. That's why they show America they pottery. Yep, the pottery. Watch this. It's funny. Yeah, yo, I don't, I don't think that shit go back that far, yo. It do. I'm trying to tell you. I, I, the, the Britannica, the Britannica got it at 1150 BCE as the earliest. Nah, we go earlier than that. Hold on. Concrete court. Pseudo killer on deck. What's up? What's good? Corey, what peace, up? peace. What's good? Oh, we, good, got what's Ms. good? We, got, we got Ms. Regina White in the building, too. How you doing? You can turn your mic on. Ms. Regina White, how you doing, sis? Peace how you to doing, you. Queen? She ain't speaking. She just want to be here. Chill. We're going to let her be in rest. God darn it. Let me stop. So as cultural area, Meso, uh, Mesoamerica is defined by the mosaic of cultural traits developed and shaped by indigenous cultures beginning as early as 7,000 BCE. The domestication of uh, coca or, or, or cacoa, uh, maize, beans, tomatoes, avocados, vanilla, squash, and chili, as well as turkey, dog, uh, resulted in a transition from paleo-Indian hunter-gatherer tribal groups to the uh, organization of sedimentary agriculture villages without the help of y'all. <laughs> now, lead Asian loan, ball playing, traditional tradition of, uh, of ball playing, that's with the rubber ball and distinct agricultural style. There you go, 7,000 BCE, bro, see? Yeah, I'm trying to find those, those, those pottery though for y'all, yo, it's funny. It's funny. Oh, what did you hold on? What did you just read? What what was it saying? Seven thousand BCE. Uh, it says uh, It says as a cultural area, Mesoamerica is defined by a mosaic of cultural traits developed right. by its indigenous cultures, beginning as early as seven thousand BCE. But you got to know the earliest find in America go back to about I think it's up to like thirty thousand now, yo. So you don't think them people just standing around for 30,000 years just looking at each other, yo. That's what the Europeans want you to think. They want you to play that game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. That's what the people who stuck on Egypt want you to think. 
That's not true. You got other people doing other things. Old coaches. You know what I'm saying? That's just the truth. It is. So in the new world, in the old world, uh, Egypt becomes one of the pentacles. But in the new world, yo, they already, you know what I'm saying? They was already doing it. They writing. They got writing systems. The all Macs are writing. They have not deciphered it. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, it, 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 it's like, like we got we to gotta broaden and expand our horizons. And you know what I mean? I had to do it because then you got black people saying they the original Native Americans based off of not understanding how long it takes to walk from, from, from Africa to America. Like y'all bugging, like nobody walks straight. Hmm. Right, did you, did you look it up yet, um, Chef? It's deep, yo. Hey, Savio, like you supposed to been able to found the party by now, yo. Oh, I found it. I've been waiting on you. All right, come on, let's let's see what you got. I may be able to find it too. You found it? <laughs> yeah, I found it. Hold up. It's funny, yo. You can see the feet, yo. It's just funny, yo. Bananas, yo. Yeah, they sold y'all bill of goods, man. They take this out. all. Artifact, all the stuff that I found. Now you said you want me to look for something. Yeah, stop, stop, stop! Right here, right here, right here, right there, right. Stop. No, come back up. You just passed. Yeah. No, man, go scroll. Keep scrolling. The other way. Yeah, no, the other way. No, keep going. Hey, how you pass, yo? Keep going. All right, all right. See the black. See the stop. Right here. Ceramics. Yeah, kick that. <laughs> yeah, click make it big. <laughs> make it big. <laughs> All right, okay. Find it. Nope. Nope. Hold on. We're gonna find that one we just was looking at. Click that. What this? Yeah, click that. Now hit the arrow. No, 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 no. No nope. down. Right there. Up, up, up in the middle. See it? Not that. Right there, that little arrow to the. Come on, yo, you can't be kidding me, yo. Nope, go up. Nope. Stay, hold on, stay on that line. No, now slide down. Stop. You just pass it. Go in the middle, right there. Oh. Look at it again. All right, look, look at the feet. <laughs> yeah, I see it right there. Yeah, look. <laughs> Look at they, yeah, they just painting themselves there. Look at the feet, yo. See? They ain't telling y'all that, yo. Look at his feet. Look at the one in the middle in between. Look, look at his feet. Yeah. And they faked y'all out, yo. Y'all had to just look at the feet. And look at the hand. Look at the face. Hold on. Look, look up, look at the face. It's a mask. Look at the face. You can also look at the hand. Yeah, look at the hands. Yeah, yeah, we going through it. Look at all their hands. Look, see? All right, now go all the way over to your left. See his face? See his face? Right there. Yeah, right there, look at his face. Look, look, now under that, see? It's a mask on top of that, see? All right, there y'all go. Yo, don't let him fake y'all out, man, with all that, man. There you go. See the black man? Nah, dog, y'all bugging. You can find a whole lot of them like that, too. Crazy. Paint themselves, representing the cocoa, the chocolate. That's crazy. 
So what was that? They were saying that they was black people right there. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta I'm be kidding dead. me. Hey, yo, you ain't know I'm that. That's what they said, Joe. I'm dead, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm man. I've been in this game a while, yo. I got all kinds of tricks up my sleeve, yo. <laughs> I can't take it. Yeah, yo, I've been fighting, yo, for real, yo. Like, for real. That, that would you say you're kidding me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's just crazy, bro. If you don't pay attention, though, they can get you. If you they don't pay attention, they can get you. Yeah, they get you, man. Yep, they get you, yo. They make the pyramids. Oh, these pyramids, they ain't even got no pyramids in Mesoamerica, yo. Yep, I said it. They do not. They're talking about them little mounds, them little mud mounds and shit. They call I mean, them little mud mounds, pyramids. All I made that, though, like you got something like the pyramid of the moon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it ain't even a real it pyramid. It ain't a real pyramid. Look, <laughs> yo, they get it twisted. They don't, 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 don't act like it ain't, it ain't a feat. But it ain't that. It ain't. It's a feet. It's slick. I'm gonna show y'all. Look, it's slick. It's kind of nice, right? You ain't gonna run out there and build it. Yeah, see, you ain't gonna run out there and build that. Yeah, it's slick. But it ain't. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't the level, right? It ain't. It ain't what they got over there in Africa. But it's tight though. Don't get it twisted. Dude. Mm -hmm. The whole. The whole complex right there, yo. I think I actually seen that in the movie. Mm -hmm. Called a uh, comparable to, to the to the pyramids at Giza. You say what? What makes that not comparable? Right, what now. makes that not comparable to the pyramids at Giza? All right, now let's see. The fact I, that it ain't in Africa. No, that no, that's <laughs> no, that's whack. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, he get beat up for that one. Shepherd, silly. <laughs> All right, let's see. We need to look at the dimensions of it, yo. Oh, shit. I know how to get you, yo. All right, hold on, Chef. Wait, this is how I'm going to get you. Watch this. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a hit. Vance, what's up, man? What's good? What's happening, man? Man, <laughs> I can't call it. It look like you're about to run down a rabbit hole. No. <laughs> <laughs> we run down. You know, we've been battling all week, yo. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh. 30 hours of oh. unheard material. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> we need to start taking conversations, yo. Why are we talking about this pseudo shit? Yo, we might can um do our daily conversations in the uh in the server, yo. You know oh. that they got the chat feature in the server. Oh, yeah. Everybody can come in and listen. You feel me? To when we doing our uh, our daily bills, I think a lot of people be, you know, I th I think they be some good conversations. Yeah, DB. Yeah, they do be some good conversations, yo. Hold on, Sean. What's good? It's about to get hot up in here. Here it come. Here come Sean. Here it come. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to come hard. What you talking about? Man, I need to put my hoodie on, yo. <laughs> I'm gonna give me a hoodie. It got a little chilly out this this uh, 
tonight, didn't it, Sean? <laughs> yeah, man. It was 85 degrees. The next thing you know, I come outside like, damn. Where, where, where you at, Sean? Nashville? Yep. Oh, yeah, I ain't coming down there. You too hot-blooded. So I can just imagine how everybody else is down that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 if the niggas that read and study is as hype as you, I could just imagine how the nigga is that, that's on that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Midwest, man. Midwest. <laughs> What y'all doing? What up, man? What up, uh, Chef? What up? Uh, who else on here? Sabio? What's good? Yeah, big song. I ain't doing nothing, man. I'm just in the neighborhood jogging. Why I just started. Why are you running? Why are you live? Yeah, man. Oh, man, you know. That's that good thing. I'm shaking off some of this COVID weight, you know what I'm saying? I know I've been that. doing it all week, every day. Oh man, yeah, that's what I gotta do. I gotta hate being where I'm at. <laughs> Sometimes I jog twice a day. I see Chef in there. Chef, you hitting that gym. Yeah. I gotta get me about three miles in. All right, okay. I got, I got work clothes to launder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got time, man. Uh, you got a sister in here? Who's who? Oh, uh, never mind. I know who that is. Gina, Miss Regina. Hey, where you at? Uh, hey, hey, Corey, you see this, right? Yeah. Let me uh, make it. So you my name right there. Uh, Number six. Uh, so look, all right. That's the pyramid. That's the pyramid of dozen. All right. That's the pyramid of Mikara. That's the that's the Mexico pyramid. You see it, right? Great pyramid of Cholula. Mm -hmm. Pyramid of the Sun. What are you talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see the bent pyramid. You go China. Pyramid. They give you dates, right? Yep. Look, look at this 900. That's 900. That's what? That's 900. They give you the, the, the size of 66 meters, right? Mm-hmm. China. Uh, collapsed pyramid, medium pyramid. Look, 2,600. See, it's getting older. Look. Mm-hmm. Right? They're trying to reach it. 2,600, yeah. Mm -hmm. Look, the red north pyramid. All right? That's in Egypt. 25. That's Luxor, Las Vegas, right? Yeah. 1993. Here go the Great Pyramid. The Great, no, that's the Pyramid of, of Kafare. Shepherd. Yeah. That's Shepherd's Pyramid. No. Look, here's the Great Pyramid, yo. See? Right. Okay. That's, look, that's 2,560, yo. That's why. You got to go all the way to here, San Francisco, before you start getting taller than this. And that took 1970. All right. Uh, look, 2020. So that's why, yo. Oh, because it's taller? Uh, the tallness. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, because it doesn't have a point. Nah, man, what you talking about, man? That ain't the weak. <laughs> the point. Humans have a. That's not what he's saying. He 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 asked me why is that so great because oh it took oh my bad yeah it took tons of material like if you took all the uh, all the stones out of the Great Pyramid yo you could build every cathedral in Europe simple as that millions of stones and and how about this it is aligned right remember I talked about astronomy Sheffron these pyramids aligned to heavenly bodies in the sky how great was these people to do that. The measurements, the whole, the whole thing that qualifies right here. This represents high science. It represents geography, geometry, a building, money, greatness. It just outdo everybody else. See, as we go down the look. Yeah, that's why. There you go. Me as a as a construction worker, though, I'm just as impressed though by both of them. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I agree. I, I get that. Yeah, I get that. It didn't take no harder work. You know what I mean? Like if you look at that pyramid, if you look at both pyramids, the the tradesmen that did the work, everybody worked just as hard. You know what I'm saying? No, no group, no one group overwork the other group or outwork the other group you know what i mean it took the same amount of skill it took the same amount of energy it took the same amount of craftsmanship you know what i'm saying to construct both both monuments to me almost almost so you know what you're doing right now you're comparing what you're seeing now if you went back to ancient times i want you to know that the pyramids were snow white and it had limestone on the outside of it. Smooth, man. Smooth. Listen. Yeah, the capstone. The, yeah, I know about. I know about the capstone and I all of that. I didn't get to the capstone yet, though. I'm talking about the smooth. They took that. Yeah, the outer. The, that's that's what that's what that's called. It's called the, the outer stone. When you look at the stone on the outside of the building, that's called capstone yeah. on the outside, yeah. out, outside there. Not yeah. not just because it's on the top. Not not the very tip of it. But all of that outer stone is called capstone. I almost want to argue with you, but I know you're a concrete mason. I no, he's doing shit. I know you know you shit. The chef got me today on the barber shit, though. Um, <laughs> but I want to say they call the outer casing and they call the top of the joint the capstone. It caps it off. But you can go ahead. Yeah, the, the, the top stone is referred to as the capstone, but in construction today, Okay. This outer, the stone that's on the outside, because you have your block, you got you got block that actually that the building is formed with. That's 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 built with the blocks, right? Mm. And then on the out, it's not those blocks ain't beautiful. They them ain't pretty blocks. They they don't look all that good. But oh. then you have you bring in when 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 the the construction is done and it's time to beautify the building, mm. you get all these big semi trucks in. They bring in the capstones. You know what I'm saying, and that's what beautifies the building. That's the, that's the beautification. Okay, okay, we take that mm -hmm. cosmetics. Take yeah, that. Mm -hmm. but but that that's what it was for miles. Yo, you can see that. Uh, imagine for miles this white structure, the sun hitting it with the gold shining. Imagine that, yo. You you thought the gods with that. So you talking about stone? You got you got stone age people running around. Twenty five hundred BCE. 
hunter gatherers running around in 2500 BCE. You know, Diop don't agree with those dates, though. What he said, Diop said. Diop put those dates, you know, around uh, uh, closer to 4,000 BCE. What? Yeah, that's your man. <laughs> it was wrong, though, because you can now do the. Remember, I, I showed you. Did you ever look at the article, yo? Yeah, I, I especially like the one that you show uh, the building materials in the different places in the Levant where they uh, had trading outposts where they was buying and mining the materials. So it definitely dated that shit properly. Mm -hmm. but we, yeah. we definitely got more of an accurate date. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. So that I mean, you know, you're right. It's all hell of a building for for those time periods. It was greatness. It's the level. It's definitely the level. Right, and as a matter of fact, we talk about the old world and the new world. Right, when, when I talk about the old world and the new world, I like to talk about diseases. May we talk about that, man? Old world diseases. So, you got Europeans, you got Africans, and you got quote unquote Asians. Right, these are really different cultures to talk about. All right, fundamentally speaking. All homo sapiens sapiens, you know what I'm saying, are African, fundamentally speaking. But I'm talking culture. When I say the African, I'm talking the culture. I'm talking the, the Asians, I'm talking the culture. Europeans, I'm talking the culture, right? They, they, they have diseases, okay? Now, by the time you get to America, they call it the New World, all right? They definitely, definitely wasn't getting as sick as the old world, all right? But they had diseases, but they was the new world diseases. So what happened? This is how we know humans evolve over time. Because as, as the African leave Africa and settle in different spaces, people think they just walk straight over here. First of all, the Noah's are over there. Imagine that. They don't know it's over there. They don't know. They're just moving based off of animals, based off of food, distribution of food. So when uh, you know how we say we say the uh, the herbivores they follow the grains and the grasses, right? Why does they eat the grains and grasses? Herbivores, right? And then you got the animals that eat the herbivores, all right? The carnivores, the carnivores eat the animals that eat the grass, the cows, the deers. They're not eating meat. They don't eat no meat. Those carnivores eat them. And so when the grasses and grains leave, right, then those ones that eat grasses and grains got to follow them. Now, who eats the carnivores? The omnivores. Like, humans are omnivores. The teeth tell the story. That's why whenever you get in the conversation with people talking about vegan shit, you can beat them up. You say, right. yo, we're Chief, tell the story. Go ahead, say something. Go ahead, who's saying something? I just said right. Yeah, that's why it's, it's dumb. Like, it's, it's not even worth arguing the situation. Well, omnivores. A roach is an omnivore. Right? Eat any and everything. Y'all can look it up. Just like us. So, as they traverse through different environments, following the animals, following the herds, right? Eventually, 100,000 years later or so, they end up in America. Now, as they end up in America, as they stay on the Burn Strait, as they evolve and transform on the Burn Strait, 
and that and that and that and that uh quote unquote that water level drop, right? And that land bridge is exposed, you know what I'm saying? And some people come over there, they evolve and transform, and they end up in Americas. All right. And their immune system has changed. Because as you get farther and farther away from the mother population, the word for it is called founder event. A founder event is when the mother population, a group within the mother population, breaks away from the mother population and they no longer mix back with the mother population for a while. The mistake when people say that Europeans, right, or those who went up in northern regions, right, uh, are different, that's a mistake. They could have been different, right, when they founded a new population and they, if they never, ever, ever mixed back with them genes, right, over thousands and thousands of years, right, then eventually they would have gotten to the point where they would have been something different where they couldn't mix with each other. How do we know this? We know this from reading this book right here. Read this book right here. Undeniable Evolution, Mel Bill Nye, right? And he talks about mosquitoes that was actually during uh, Germany time, Nazi Germany, when the Nazis was actually bombing Europe, okay? And they would go down to the bomb shelters every night. And when they go down to the bomb shelters every night, they would take mosquitoes with them. So you got standing water in the bomb shelters. So now those mosquitoes are down there. They don't have to go back on the surface no more. They just stay there. There's plenty of standing water down there in the bomb shelters. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And so they stay there and they breathe. They no longer mix with the population of mosquitoes just up top. They got plenty of food and plenty of water. The humans is the food and plenty of standing water because it's underground and shit is leaking. So they no longer have to match back up with the mosquitoes that's living, you know what I'm saying, out and above. That's called a founder event. Now, we know this. So because over the last 50 years that the mosquitoes is down here, right? They can barely mix with the mosquitoes up here, meaning they can barely mate with each other. You really have to force them to mate. Every now and then they can give them to mate when they take you know, certain pieces and put it together, sperm and mix it. Every now and then they can do, but for the most part, they can't mate no more. So based off of that founder event, right? We call this divergent. They have diverged from the mother population. They have diverged. And now they've been away from each other so long that they're different. Europeans have not been that far that a long way from us that we can't mix and mate with them. That's why we're still 99%. All humans are 99% the same. Because even after that, that founding population ended up in uh, Americas, right? You know, the Europeans came over with ships, brought Africans over, and we made it. Wasn't away from each other long enough. Of course, a mosquito evolves quicker than a human. But I just want to give you all an example, something y'all can put your wrap your mind around and kind of get that so y'all know what that is. Somebody want to add something to that, yo? Sean is running. Are you you on it? I like I like your main point. Mm -hmm. that point. Yeah, so you know that's why we that's why we read, and you can actually get that story in chapter one in Undeniable. Yeah, it's in chapter one of this book, Undeniable. Get the auto book. If you ain't got time to read, just get the auto book. Right? But I want to I want to apply that example to humans so y'all can so when people make the mistake, people make that mistake and say, yo, white people is different. 
They have not been away from the mother population long enough. Europeans never been away long enough anyway. That because when that population went up there, they come back and they mix, and y'all know the whole daggone story. Even the Mesoamericans, we end up catching back up with them. But I remember I talked about the immune system. Yeah, so by the time they get over there, they don't they don't have contact back with the old world, mixing a transparent diseases no more, y'all. And I talk about this in my book. This is how you know that the, the people that ended up in the Americas, you know what I'm saying, was mutated Africans and they wasn't the African, right? Because if they was the Africans, the Africans would have had all world immunity. So when the Europeans came over with the rats and the sickness and the smallpox, it wouldn't have affected them because they had already had smallpox in the old world. Damn. That's how you know that the people in America, you know what I'm saying, were mutated Africans that, that was away from the mother population, not Africans that it immediately came over there because they have, because of their immune systems. That was cerebral as fuck. break that out all the time because I like to play the game. But hey, now and then I'm going to give y'all a checkmate piece. Why is it that the smallpox decimated the Native Americans? Like, it, what? listen, it wiped them out. It wasn't a great war. No. When the first European settlers came to Americas, you had Native American populations uh, 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 on the shores and everywhere. Christopher Columbus on the boat could see the Native Americans on the shore. He writes about that. When they come in there and bring their disease, they wipe them out. So when Christopher Columbus and them left, and by the time they came back, they was decimated. By the time they fought, I believe it was the Aztecs, Cortez and them, the Spaniards. By the time the Spaniards fought them and Cortez left, because they did defeat them. At this time, they had cities of millions of people, y'all. Look it up. They couldn't beat them. What happened was they took prisoners of wars back to their base camps, the Mesoamericans, and they took back with them disease. So by the time... Uh, the next set of Spaniards came, they was wiped out. They could literally just walk right in. So it was really the disease that decimated the Native American population. Why was it able to decimate the Native American population? Because they only had New World immunity. There were diseases that they had, like yellow fever, maybe syphilis, right? Okay. Yeah, I know you're talking about, yeah, they debate the syphilis part, but they think that the Native Americans gave the Europeans syphilis because of the outbreak of syphilis that, that happened when the Europeans went back to Europe, right? Mm -hmm. That's what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 for sure. Mm -hmm. So it's the, it, it's the immune system. Like, we've been studying this for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we understand it. That's why any conversation around vaccination, they just done Right, so hopefully I'll get a chance to have a conversation with uh, Riza Islam. And, you know, I'm gonna give you all the date and hopefully we have that. Because, you know, it's, I, think it's a, I think it's a good look, at least for this side. You know, to be able to, to, be able to you know, to really have a conversation with a person that's leading the way with uh, the anti-vax doctrine. I think that's, I think that's important. Just like I always felt like uh, one of the um, um, the best conversations that that was had 
in December of uh, 2019 was the great vaccine debate in Harlem, where we had a chance to actually uh, look them in their face and let them know that the black community is not going for it. See, see, I talked about on the other show, uh, you know, like standing behind the greatness, stepping up to the challenge, being dedicated to fight against the thing you dislike and hate the most. So I, I dislike misinformation. You know, I protect my community, so I had to step up. You know, Garfield, Dr. Mayat, Asahu Tep, we had to step up. Right, I mean, that's just was important to step up in that moment right there. I'm biased. I'm biased, I ain't never seen that many people. It shocked him, he thought it was gonna be some, a few people there. We got, he was steady, he was like, damn. Whole room packed, he was like, damn. Right? All of rabid white folk. Rabid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you never hear me say your white people, I mean, black people is the wildest acting people. That's not true, girl. Those Europeans were rabid. They was the most unruly, disrespectful I've ever seen, yo. When they really believe in you and really dedicate to you and in their culture mind, they was white. What's white boy? What's his name? Yeah, Sean. Huh? Sean doing something in the background. Hey, Sean, mute your mic, yo. Why you doing jumping jacks? Mm. <laughs> up some. I did it, man. Full workout. <laughs> Dell Big Tree. Dell Big Tree. Yeah, they, they, he has a cult following, dog. Like, and, and they on that, and they and they on that, and they all dedicated. They standing behind what they know, and I just felt like I had to jump in front of that train, yo. Let them know, yo that there are intellectuals in the black community that understand the thing that you cannot, watch this. He, he attempted, see, we diffused them because they were dealing with the wrong people. They attempted to use black algae against us, yo. How about that? Go back and watch it, they use black algae. So, so we saying is, we don't want the black community to go through that. We don't want the Europeans. Why would y'all take the vaccine? Why would y'all trust the government? Why would y'all, um, do y'all know about the stigy? What about the malpractice and all that in the black community? Why would y'all trust that? They did that. I think that was a man, I was like, wow. But I'm just checking off a box on how important it is, right? to have some real information, because if I didn't have the real information, if we didn't have the real information, the Amaral squad didn't have the real information, at that point, yo, then where would the community be? We would never be able to see what's the difference. What are, what are they saying and what are they saying? Crucial. You just gotta be ready to step up. Shout out to young Pharaoh. Smash that nigga channel. <laughs> Shout out, boy, now you know what it feel like, boy. Gotta start all over again, boy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Now he gotta go run and run. They gonna chase him around the board. Now he gonna do different pages or they gonna get him. Remember I was going through that? I have a different channel popping up every three weeks. They did you rock for like three weeks and you think you got some foot on, they knock you down again. Now they gonna chase him around the board, yo.
Well, is that what? Get, what uh, anytime you try to use the Amon Ross squad name, yeah. Oh, like almost like they got a trademark on that once they it's in the system. Now, I don't know how they did it, yo, but I think it was the computer. I don't know. They did it, though. They chased me around the board, yo. The real black agents, I think it was the computer. It got to be that, yo. I don't know, yo. I ain't going to tell them how to get back running, though. Everybody should have an anthropology book. Get an upgraded one. This is an old one, yo, but I love it, though, yo. Appreciation diversity. Appreciating human diversity, anthropology. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. We all got that one. That's a good one. That's in a server. That's in a server. Yep. Within the server. Yep. Hey, Vance. Get him before you fall asleep. Yeah, Vance in England or something? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What, 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 what did you say? So? <laughs> hey. so early. He on a different time zone. He in England or something. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. What'd you got? On the same you, time. What'd you, you say? What'd you say? Just throw out a damn time to say anything, yo. What's on your head? Real quick. Oh, oh man, yeah, it was something you was talking about, man. Did you bless this with yo? What, oh what? yeah, 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 yeah. I was hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me finish. This. I was um watching the podcast and listening to a guy talking about uh how basically how we knew there were supercontinents, how just evidence on supercontinents, and one of the most recent supercontinents, uh, God one. I don't know if y'all heard it, heard of it, um. They made a connection through mountains and uh, rock surfaces. There's this, there's this uh, mountain in Brazil that has a very distinct look to it. And it has an ecosystem on it. It has an ecosystem at the top of its surface. It's like a squared off surface. And it's so far up that the ecosystem below it can't really come into contact with it. And it's more closely related to its ancestors over in Africa and back when the uh, supercontinent Gondwana was formed, um, the the I, I forget what mountains was in Africa and the rock surface or the rock face in Brazil were connected at this time. And you can tell this because the species on these on that surface is more closely related to the species um, in Africa rather than the species below it in Brazil at the time. It's crazy. So that's a, that's that's basically all I was saying at the time. I don't know if I butchered it or whatever if y'all got that but yeah it's crazy uh the guy who was um talking about it was um the guy who free solos on rock faces alex honald or something like this he was on rogan the, the other day talking about it and it just it rung a bell on my head because they made there's another connection in in a book called uh how we know evolution is real or something i forget i forget the exact title uh of the book but it talks about how lemurs are in the Antarctic and in Brazil and Africa. And you know that there was a supercontinent because it all makes that connection. So that's basically all it was, though. Yeah. So what you just said was the same thing I just talked about, about the mosquitoes. You talked about a different ecosystem. You right. talked about continents being joined and we got it in this book. Hey, Chef, you didn't you send that, this book to me through the email, right? Yep. Okay, what should I look? Because I want to show people that in this anthropology book, it's talking about the uh, placement of the continents at the end of the me uh, Mesozoic period. And this is what they look like. But I want to actually bring up the book. See that? Mm -hmm. All right. Let me see if I have it on my computer. 
Yeah, yeah. So we we can bring it up and show y'all. This is this is not. So um, the mistake that we make is that humans was around then. This is the same mistake that Infidisi makes, and he makes this mistake because he denies evolution. All of them do. They 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 deny literally. Okay, so that's why I had to give y'all. You know, it was it was just very important to give y'all that real foundation. Sure, y'all know. So you really talking about plate tectonics and how they move. You're talking about time periods. That's why dating is essential. Uh, it's always essential. Um, getting good anthropology books is essential, right? And so with, with advances that we talked about is that when these continents were smashed against each other, right? Um, when they broke away, okay? The top layer stayed more like Africa and then the bottom layer you know what I'm saying? Was like, like Brazil, more like Brazil. Correct, correct. Right? And so the, the shit was so high that the animals down here couldn't mix with the animals down here. So the evolution, diversion, the diversion population of the frogs, am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. All right. That's called diversion. Look it up. And so they evolved together, but they evolved away from each other. They wasn't mixing. There you go. Go to page uh, 152. Chapter, yeah, we're gonna do some building on this book. And we can go into the skin too, yo, we can. Oh, that's Darwin, go back. You see Darwin? It's my man right there. I don't roll well, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a fight. <laughs> uh, keep going, go ahead, don't worry about it. You be by. We'll start beefing on that one. <laughs> That's a whole that's another show. That's a whole Don't show. even do it. Don't even do it. Right there, right there. Make it blow it up. 152. No, I can't see. Let's let them see the map. Oh. These are the different look, the Holocene, the Pleistocene. There you go. 65 million years ago. See? So look, North America and South America ain't even hooked up. North America is still uh, hooked to Eurasia. See and uh, see that? There you go. Value. Now, real quick, let me show y'all something. Go go to page one twenty three. Boom. Make it a little smaller. We can fit that in there. Yeah. There you go. See, advantages and disadvantages depending on the environment of dark and light skin color. All right. Um, go to page 124. What page? Right, right there, 124. Um, right, right, right after it. Stop right there. Make it a little bigger. According to Jabrowski and Chaplin. Uh, a court, okay. You see that right there? It says pregnant women, right there. DNA, pregnant woman. You can't highlight that, can you? What? Uh, right there. You just went past pregnant women, right there. Yeah. So, uh, pregnant women require. Watch this. Large amounts of folate. So, I, I, I want to explain to you why you had the skin color you have. All right. 
it's important to get this real fast. I know we're kind of skipping, but it's all part of evolution. It's all we're just having a conversation. Anybody can dive in and, and bring it to the table. So pregnant women require large amount. Maybe I should go up to, let me see. Um, according to Jabrowski and George Chapman, remember in 2000, remember they came up with the reason why. It's always an evolutionary reason why something evolves, y'all. Crying tears is the evolutionary reason behind it because those who cried had an advantage over those who didn't cry. Meaning they had, they had, they gave birth to valuable offspring. Valuable offspring produced, got to the age of reproduction to produce valuable offspring. And those who cried, you know what I'm saying, live longer. There you go. That's Richard Dawkins broke that down very well. Mm -hmm. Broke that down very well. Okay. So according to Jabrowski and George Chaplin, 2000, another key factor explaining the geographic distribution of skin color evolves the in, no involves the effects of UV of folic. Now remember, folic is a vitamin that we produce. Women that are pregnant, they give you uh, prenatal vitamins. That's the folic they give you. Now watch this. And the folic is the central nutrient that the human body manufactures for folic acid. Folic is indeed for cell division. Say it again. Folic is needed, my fault, for cell division and production of new DNA. All right. That's an important role. I'm going to say it again. Folic, an essential nutrient that the human body manufactures from folic acid. Folic is needed for cell division and the production of new DNA. Pregnant women require large amounts of folate to support rapid cell division in the embryo. And there is a direct connection between folate and individual reproduction success. See, we're talking about reproduction success. So that's how they start to realize, right? They found out an evolutionary reason why your skin color is your skin color because it gave you an advantage for reproduction success. That's how we tie this together. Folic deficiency causes neural tube defects, NTDs, in human embryos. Okay, so when human embryos are denied the folic acid, it causes neural tube defects. In hmm. human embryos, NTDs are marked by the incomplete closure of neural tube. It says so. The spine and spinal cord fail to develop completely. One NTD anocephaly with the brain and exposed mass. It says results in stillborn or death soon after delivery. Spinal bifida, another NTD. Uh, survival rates are higher, but babies have severe disabilities, including paralysis. So if you have a baby that survives but got paralysis and all that, he's not going to be able to re reproduce. He's, he is not considered uh, a valuable offspring. If you have a baby that's, uh, 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 what they don't even say, what they say, what's the word to use? Um, autism, artistic, right? Uh, at, at, at whatever very, if it's on that scale where, you really can't function like that, then you're not gonna have valuable offspring. 
All right, because this is important for us. This is why we fight for resources, y'all. See, this is yeah, why sexual sexual selection comes into play there too. You know what I mean? Like if you're born with paralysis or whatever, or uh, autism or whatever, um, the likelihood that you find a, a partner um, is, is lessened too. So you know what I mean? Sexual preference got a lot to do with it too. Perfect. Perfect. On point. Perfect. Okay, where we at? Results are still born from the it's a respond to bifida, another NTD survival rates are high in those babies. Hold on, NTDs are the second most common human birth defect after cardiac abnormalities. Okay, today, women of reproductive age are advised to take folic supplements to prevent serious birth defects such as spina bifida. Now, watch this. Natural sunlight and UV radiation destroy folic in the human body. See, watch what I'm saying. So we understand the nutrient, the vitamin that's folic, folic acid that, that, that pregnant women need. But when that folic acid gets destroyed by natural sunlight and UV, then you know women that have lower folic acid, which you need for the reproduction of the DNA, which helps produce the cells, they're going to get them NTDs. See? There's a reason why mammals either have thick fur that live in Africa or live in these zones, these tropical zones, zone one, where there's high levels of natural sunlight, and UVA, it's a reason why they either have the fur to protect that or the dark brown skin. Now we know now, y'all. See, science is undefeated. Watch this. Natural sunlight and UV radiation destroy folic in human body because melanin, as we have seen, protects against UV hazards such as sunburn and its consequences. Dark skin color is adaptive in the tropics. Now we see that melanin also is adaptive because it, what, conserves the folic in the human body and thus protects against NTDs, which are much more common in light skin than in darker skin populations. That's Zena Dabrowski and Chapman, 2000. Studies confirm that Africans and African-Americans have a low incidence of severe folic deficiency, even amongst individuals with marginal nutritional status. Folic also plays a role in another process that is central to reproduction, spermogenesis, the production of sperm. In mice and rats, folic deficiency can cause male infertility. It may well play a similar role in humans. Oh my goodness. So light-skinned people that are in the tropical zones, the male version, the sunlight and the UVA attacks the sperm. It's the sperm. Low birth rates. So that's why light-skinned people before they had clothes, over time, the population got darker because the lighter people died out over time. Evolution occurs in the population, not in the individual. And this is another mistake we make. We think that a human is standing here and turns into something else. 
A duck turns into an alligator. That's not evolution. That's foolery. Once again, a dark population moves up out of the tropics. A dark population moves into a zone where there's not as much sunlight. Now, that which made you strong now makes you weak. I'm going to say it again. Your dark skin in Africa made you undefeated to the sun. They call it the naked ape. You don't just come out the womb making clothes, y'all. I hate to tell you, you didn't do it. You didn't pop up making clothes. You was naked. That's how you can identify a lot of tribes, indigenous tribes, because they ain't got a lot of clothes. It's not a big deal to them. Then you can find the progression. I, I don't even want to say, because that's the argument, Chef. I don't want to say having on clothes is a progression, right? Can we say that? <laughs> see? Ah, there you go. So now you see why Charles Darwin was saying what he was saying, because he was saying, man, they naked, yo. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> yeah, see what I'm saying, man? All right, all right. I just want to throw that shot at you, Chef, real quick. Anyway, so clothes is actually the invention that allowed the Africans to leave Africa and go up into these regions. But over time, though the population of dark-skinned people, watch this, over time, the population lightened up. Why? Because now that which blocks out the UVA rays is now detrimental because in the areas where there are not high levels of sun, you need the sun to produce vitamin D. Is it vitamin C or vitamin D? Vitamin D. Vitamin D. Vitamin D. Yeah. Vitamin D. The vitamin plus the lack D. of um the lack of being able to um uh gather uh, vitamin D in rich foods. Vitamin D, the sun does not have vitamin D. I'm going to say this to you one more time. The sun does not produce vitamins. It does not produce Oh, tell Farrakhan that. That's Farrakhan said that. <laughs> Billion, he, asked, he was ill, yo. He thinks the sun produced thousands of vitamins. No, the sun produced elements. Billions. He said millions of vitamins. So no, the sun does not produce vitamin D, y'all. It's the skin, the epidemic, the epidemic. Layer right underneath your skin. The UVA rays hit it, right? And it causes the production of vitamin D in your skin. As a matter of fact, I would argue that vitamin D is not even a vitamin. Look it up. I said vitamin D is not a vitamin. Y'all should just check me on that and just look that up. So over time, this dark population is not getting enough vitamin D, right? They start to get rickets. You need sunlight to survive, but you're blocking it out. All right? So, Sean, my fault, Chef. Nope. Go back to that page. 52, 152. Yeah, so we can. No, 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 no. Now, you went too far. I want to go to the next page right right before this. Yeah. Now, that one. Go up. Genes and disease. Read that check. Y'all got to go on the server and get that deep. Look, genes and disease. This shit is deep. One more, one more click down. One more. All right. Pull that. Yeah. 
Right there. Uh, uh, get that in there. All right. So now, so here's your chart. It's the advantages and disadvantages depending on the environment of dark skin. Also shown are uh, cultural alternatives that can make up for biological advantages. Examples uh, natural selection uh, operating today in relation to skin color. So you got dark skin color. So we talked about the dark skin color people, right? As they leave out of Africa. So melanin is a natural sunscreen. That's all it is, y'all. It protects people living in the tropics. It protects their folic acid. Because folic acid, okay, helps production that makes the DNA, which makes the cells. None of that melanin war nonsense that everybody make. The whole conscious community was misinformed by melanin. Tony Broder messed it up. Everybody, mate. Matter of fact, everybody was misinformed about melanin, y'all. Francis Cress Welsing. Francis yeah. Cress Welsing. Pseudo on the topic. Man, I'm saying the only elder I respect, Professor James Smalls, he was pseudo on that topic. Lala Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they, they ran with he it. Did it the worst. All of them. Mm -hmm. We need to find a doctor to actually promote that in the conscious community to turn everybody out. Yo, it was one doctor that brought that shit in that destroyed everybody's concept. They knew about melanin before Europeans knew about melanin, dog. Like the shit wasn't even mapped out yet. They hadn't even got all the chemical makeup of melanin. They had the answers to it, yo. I swear they did. They was wrong. So now we're really learning about what melanin is. It's sunscreen. And we know why we need sunscreen because we're trying to protect against the folic acid. Pregnant women need high levels of folic acid, but this UVA rays and natural sunlight destroys it. So if you're in the tropics on the equator and don't have dark skin, your folic acid, your folic acid will get destroyed, which will cause NTDs, neural to disorders. Huh? That's why you have the skin color you have. No other reason. It's an evolutionary advantage that allows <coughs> a valuable offspring. And we have a, what's a valuable offspring? Something that can reproduce another valuable offspring. So, dark skin, color, melanin, okay? It says, advantage, y'all. In the tropics, screens out UVA, reduces susceptibility to folic destruction, and thus to NTDs, including spina bifida, prevents sunburn, and, and thus enhances sweating and thermogulation. Now, sweat glands, Africans have more sweat glands than Europeans, y'all. We sweat more. Why? Because we need to cool our skin off, and in particular, cool our brains off. Your brain needs to cool down. You have more sweat glands. It's telling you right here. Okay, now, uh, reproduction reduces risk of skin cancer. Now, they used to think that uh, skin cancer, fighting against skin cancer was the reason for dark skin in the tropics. They used to say that. But guess why it wasn't skin cancer, y'all? Because people get skin cancer after the age of reproduction. So it doesn't affect the evolutionary process, y'all. 
Let me say this though so you know. The reason we are humans and the way we look, the way we look, and the way we act, the way we act, and the way we cry, and the way we believe, the way we believe, it gave us an advantage in that particular environment in the Stone Age. It gave us an evolutionary advantage. And it doesn't have to be a perfect evolutionary advantage because really humans are poorly made. Okay? Y'all think y'all perfect. The, the, the person that claims the nature natural nonsense, we're perfect, we can do No, we're not. Our backs hurt, right? Our feet hurt. Our knees hurt. The knees are okay? We're not, the, our, our vocal cords, our, our, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the way, all that, your, your throat and your dad going like, like why? What, watch this, y'all. What sense do it make? To have your breathing tube right next to your food tube. <laughs> Think about that shit. You yourself. I'm done. That's a horrible yeah. design. Yeah, it's a horrible design, y'all. If it was about, a design. What about, no, what, if it was a design. What about your lung underneath your rib where it could get punctured by one of your ribs. The, the design is the wrong word. Because no. design, design implies that there was an, a designer. Right, that's my joke. Right, that's right, my, right. right. That's I know, I'm making it for the Yeah, That's why I knew you said it. That's why I said it. They said we have an intelligent designer. That was a dumb designer to do that. <laughs> hey, it's like, <laughs> it's like my, my people favorite ones. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, Ken. I was saying people think we was, you know, created perfectly, and the, the real answer is we are just good enough, <laughs> just yeah. good enough to survive. Right. Go ahead, Corn. Oh, my bad, Trent. Go ahead. Yeah, my my favorite, uh, I call it a, a engineering mistake. <laughs> uh, my uh, bad engineering. My favorite one is uh, you you put the um, you put the the theme park or the fun the fun activity uh place right next door to the to the sewage plant you know what i'm saying I'm like that ain't cool like nobody would do that you know you got you got your genitals next to you know where you you do your business at you know what i mean mm -hmm. <laughs> so like that's automatically like why, why would you do that that's crazy you know <laughs> like like i was uh like i was like one of the things I like to uh, think about when I'm just going in is how uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson when he was talking about how our bodies are really not built to withstand this world, but we act like they're indestructible. But this, but the elements are trying to kill us. This Earth is really like against us. Everything is against us. We have earthquakes, oceans, windstorms, lightning, and we're just lucky if don't happen to what? Be demolished by this. Like, it's crazy. I couldn't hear you. You said what, y'all? Yeah, you're done going in the note. Right, you going in uh, and out. I got to keep an eye on you, yo. I'm going in and out. <laughs> you, seen the, um, you seen the one when um, I think Richard Dawkins does it, the, um, the giraffe 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Doc wraps all around like. <laughs> yeah, just like our thing. I'm gonna get into that. So let me, let me finish right here, and we're gonna get into the giraffe real quick. Perfect, right? So we're talking about uh, now. Let's deal with the disadvantages, right? And I talked about why we used to think the reason we had the darker skin was to stop skin color. I mean, stop skin cancer. But no, because you can have uh, people catch skin cancer uh, late into their years, and so this would not stop valuable offspring because you would have babies, and then you could catch cancer. Now, if we caught cancer before the the, the age of uh, uh, reproduction, right? Then you could say, aha. That's why the, that's why I wear that color to stop us from catching cancer. Because cancer will kill us and stop us from having babies. But since that's not it, because we can have cancer at any time. Ha We just learned something, right? So now, what are the disadvantages? That's why I love my people. See, see, see. Science tells the truth. You can't. You, it's, it's no need to make up stuff. Tell the truth about your beautiful dark skin. You don't got to make it up. All the melanin protection from bullets. Well, I can back, I can think better. No, you don't need that. See, that's the lie. They're gonna laugh at you. But if you hit them with the truth, what are our disadvantages? You see all our advantages, right? Let's look at some disadvantages. Outside tropics reduce UVA absorption. Remember, I talked about that. Increases susceptibility to rickets and osteoporosis. There you go. That sunlight, that vitamin D I talked about that you need to be stimulated. You only got a few disadvantages to having dark skin, right? You And you can actually, uh, alternative, you can, foods with vitamin D supplements, and you talked about that, Sosa. Okay? All right, so watch this. Light skin. This is why black is beautiful. Move it up a little bit more, um, Chef. Just a little bit. Make sure I got everything in there. No, the other way. I want to get it all in there. Up, down. Yeah, that's back. all of it. That's all of it. Okay, yeah, we good. Okay, so light skin color. No natural sunscreen. So light skin people, uh, uh, Europeans, they don't have no, they don't have a natural sunscreen, y'all. They do have melanin. You got melanin and theomelanin, all right? So there's two types of melanin. I think it's three. melanin and theomelanin. Now the advantages. Outside the traffic, it emits UVA. Body manufactures vitamin D. See, your body manufactures vitamin D and thus protects and thus prevents rickets and osteoporosis. So when you're lighter skin, you're allowed to let in the sunlight and the UVA rays and it helps production of vitamin D. Okay? That's the only advantage you have of having light skin. Now, what are the disadvantages? That's another reason. That's why the population of um, people of color, there are more people of color than light-skinned people. I didn't know that. The majority of, of, of Earth, Earth's inhabitants are what? People of color. Why? Because human life starts out in the tropics. It don't start in, on the equator, in the snow. It doesn't. It, it, we call it the temperate zones, right? Where, where life can flourish more. Life, life can now life can flourish in all types of different environments. Don't get it twisted, right? They know this through study. But 
We're talking about human life flourish more in these temperate zones. So here are the disadvantages to having light skin. Watch this. Increased susceptibility to folate destruction and thus to NTDs, including spina bifida, impaired spermogenesis. That means uh, the male sperm is getting attacked and ate up by the sun. Increased susceptibility to sunburn and thus impaired sweating and poor thermogulation. That, that, that's, that, that's when you're sweating. Okay, increased disease. I'm gonna say this again, y'all. Increased disease susceptibility. Increases disease susceptibility. So light skin gives you increased disease susceptibility. Increases susceptibility to skin cancer. So if you're light skin, even if you're black and you're light skin. But matter of fact, African-Americans, you definitely need to throw some sunscreen on. You're looking at me, you saying, what are you talking about? And I'm telling you some goddamn sunscreen on. You're not no goddamn sub-Saharan African, dude. You, you want to be it. I'm suggesting because black people can't catch skin cancer. I got burnt up in the Bahamas. Woo! <laughs> Listen, bro, bro. Bahamian people was looking at me like, I don't know what type of black person you is. Yo, man, you know how red my girl is. Yo, we almost died over there, yo. Man, you, you ever been sunburned before? I'm about to tell you. And then walk into an air conditioner? <laughs> you can't even lay on the bed. You don't want nothing to touch you. Man, that shit is, and then your skin, all your skin peel off. Yeah. Man, yo, that shit ain't right, man. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I don't know what I don't know what that feel like, yo. <laughs> nah, hold on. Okay, I don't know what that feel like either. Right, I'm gonna tell y'all the story. Y'all might watch this. So I'm in Cuba. You know Cuba on the bottom of the yo. Right, right. In them in the Marine Corps, yo. So, you know, I used to shoot dice and shit with the with, with, with the uh the colonel and all them in the in the, you know what I'm saying, and the staff sergeants and shit, right? And so when we, we shooting dice, we and that motherfucker smoking weed. So nigga, all right, okay, yo, you the staff sergeant, yo. You the gunning sergeant. We shooting dice at the gambling house, yo. And so nigga, I know you smoke weed. You know I smoke weed, so we Gucci, right? <laughs> I thought so. We go to Cuba, right? This dude out of his mind. He forget that we shoot dice and gamble. You ain't supposed to be fraternizing with the troops. You did all that. We're smoking weed. We're doing all that. And now we're getting Cuba. You're going to turn into a brand new gunny sergeant. So we standing online, right? And he was like, he said something slick. I'm like, all right. He's like, yeah, I'll tell you what, Wes. He was acting like he was going to tell me to smoke weed. I looked up. I was like, you going to tell me? I said, you're going with me. <laughs> he was like, what? Dig a hole in, no, don't just dig a hole right here. Go up into that top of that hill and dig a hole. I was like, okay, I want to think about this. Take some water with you, okay? So I got this big ass water drug, jug, right? And Marine Corps, we had this big ass thing of beer. You know, we could just go in there and get beer. I, 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 put, I filled this shit up with water, but then I threw beer in them. I threw ice and threw beer in my shit, right? I got about seven beers. I'm good. See, I'm always thinking, I'm way smart. I'm way, they smarter than me, but I'm way sharper than them. I'm like, all right, let me go all the way up the fucking hill where no, up, it was like a, a, a slight hill mountain type shit. I said, I'm gonna go all the way up there where they can't check and see how deep my hole is. 
thinking. I get all the way up there and I'm acting like I'm digging, but I'm drinking beer. I'm drinking, they think I'm drinking wood, but I'm drinking beer. I'm I'm toasted. My hole ain't no bigger than this. I'm like, I'm finished. All right, came down, I'm drunk. Man, about a couple hours later, my shoulders, the shoulders start hurting. I was like, yeah. I had my shirt off, right? Yeah. Shoulders just start being so I'm like, the fuck is that? Man, I was like, damn, my shit is so... Few hours back, I'm like, my shit is on fuck, what the fuck? Then my skin started peeling, I was the next day, my skin, I was like, oh shit, that sunburn? Yeah. Dude, I thought I was a Sub-Saharan African dude, had my shirt off at the top of that daggone hill, mountain, mm-hmm. sunburn. I promise you, dog, you ain't is. You ain't as dark as you think you is around this motherfucker. Yo, use some damn sunscreen. I'm trying, y'all trying to argue me down. And I'm telling you, though, that your ass will catch skin cancer. It's a possibility. Not on the same levels as everybody else. That's not it. Now, let me finish reading this. Where you at? Go back. You clicked up. You need to be her complexion. You need to be her goddamn complexion. Yo. <laughs> yeah, she good to go. Black is beautiful. All right, move she it walk, She can walk across the motherfucking sun. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> you an asshole, dude. She, go, she black. She black. She, she can walk across the sun barefooted. Yo, yeah, you walk across the sun. You stupid. Yo, you say she's so black you can't see at night. Right. <laughs> you black. Oh man. Okay. So you see all the disadvantages of having light to pale skin, y'all. All right. So. Enjoy your black skin and know what it means to be black, yo. Valuable. Valuable right there. Appreciate you putting it there. So let's go. I think uh, you talked about giraffes. And we was talking about uh, the not-so-intelligent design, right? So I am supposed to talk about the giraffe. You want to add something else to the giraffe? Or you good? No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. I, was brought, up, I was brought up at the time, but what we was talking about, just things that don't fit, things that don't... Things that ain't they, they ain't so perfect. It's not because evolution doesn't care about perfection. It only cares about whether it works. It just it just as long as it, as long as it works, it, that's all it cares about. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it 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 evolves to solve a problem. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean whatever it create, whatever side effect that happened from it is that's just what it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like the perfect example of that though is he, he, that there's a fish that um spends about 90, 90, 90, probably 90, 95 percent of his life outside the water. Right? It, 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 so it swims in the water, and when um when the tides come and the predators come, so it's evolved to like climb trees. It still look like a fish and got the little fins, but it's evolved to climb trees and it goes up into a tree and make a nest and it can breathe oxygen outside of the water. Wow. Mm. Mm. Wow. Okay. Mm. All right. Page 52. I'm 52 on Bill Nye. Uh, undeniable evolution and science of creation. Bill Nye. He says, watch this. I'm sourcing it up. I'm backing y'all up with y'all just said. That's how we do it around here. Sources on deck. It says, while we're talking about giraffes, there is another remarkable and vital point to be made about evolution 
and the survival of the good enough. See, we're just talking about that. It is unfortunate linguistic happenings that survival of the fittest sounds so good because random natural uh, variation does not produce perfectly fit individuals. See, the natural people think we're perfect. It's not the truth. Nor does it need to. Evolution is driven by the idea of fits in the best or fits in well enough. Hmm. When we look at the anatomy of a giraffe, we come across a great many surprises, surprising and interesting features. First of all, although the giraffe has what seems to us a pretty long neck, a giraffe has seven vertebrae, just as you and I do. Her or his neck is, in a fundamental sense, the same as ours. This is evidence of common ancestry. So we have common ancestry with a giraffe, whether you like it or not. Based off of the neck, based off of the giraffe has seven vertebrae and you got seven braids, clearly proves that we come from something that had seven vertebrae. And based off of diversity, different environments turned into a giraffe because it was good enough. The tall neck allows it to eat these particular trees. I forget the name of the trees where the leaves are at the top of the damn tree and no other predators or whatever can get to it but the damn giraffe. And the giraffe's got them extra hard teeth that can actually eat the pricks off the daggone tree to eat the damn leaves. Aren't they called acacia trees? Yes. I forgot the tree. There you go. There you go. Y'all watching not on National Geographic, so I'm hip to that. <laughs> <laughs> I do, though. It says, this is evidence of common ancestry. Somewhere back in town, there were vertebrate mammals, those with backbones that, have, that gave rise to both giraffes and to us. Seven vertebrae are not very many for a giraffe's neck, having such few large bones limits the animal's flexibility. But evolution contains us all to work with what we've got. Let me say it again. But evolution constrains us all to work with what we've got. There you go. Now, uh, let's see, we were the nerve, yeah, uh, extend the brain. <sighs> Along this line, the nerve that extends from your brain to your voice box, your larynx runs down from your brain and past your larynx. Okay, it goes right by your larynx like pavement on a big city beltway. The same nerve runs around and uh, artery nerve your heart, and then back up to your neck, where it, where it connects to your larynx. It really does. It's a, this same is true for a fish, where the nerve from the brain to the gills take a pretty short route. Now, remember I said, your body is a museum of all the animals you come from and are connected to? Well, that nerve that I just read that connects the brain and the larynx and all that, 
It's the same nerve that fish had. So you know we came from fish because that nerve is elongated as we grew over time, as we evolved over time. Over time, as we transformed through different environments, that same connection nerve was there. So whether we end up being a giraffe, which made that same nerve just as long, it go wrap around the heart and do all that. Because the shit worked well in fish. It worked good enough in fish. And it still kept working just good enough. Although it take a business turn, it seemed like you just would go straight from here, from your brain to your larynx, right? Don't, don't that make sense? See, see, if it, if, if it was designed, right, then that nerve that connects your brain to your larynx would do this, right? Bing, bing. But since we know we come from fish, Right? As we grew over time, evolutionary time, geological time, that nerve stretched way down here around the heart and came back up. But in fish, it connects straight there, bing, bing. We also know why males have hernias. When I was born, I had a hernia. That's when your belly button, excuse me. Why do we have hernia? Because our gonads, fish have gonads too. Male fish do. But it's right here near their neck, right near their brain. Right there near their heart, right there. But as we traverse through time, that nutsack started to go down, go down. And as it traveled down the stomach lining, it weakened our stomach lining for it to go all the way down and drop where they now sit today in modern humans. But as it traveled from here all the way down, Right, as we traverse from being a fish, right, it 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 it, it softened up our it weakened our stomach lining. That's how we know we come from fish. Because we know that because of the weakness of our stomach lining based off of our nut sack over time, ending up where it is today. Hmm. You'll never beat me in the evolutionary army, you're never gonna do it. So where was I at? The same nerve runs around an artery near your heart and then back up to your neck where it comes to your larynx. It really does. The same is true for a fish where the nerve from the brain to the gills take a pretty short route. But with generations after generations, certain animals' necks got longer. Gills changed so that they could take in oxygen from the atmosphere rather than take oxygen dissolved in water. The same nerve kept running the same route, down from the brain and around the heart artery, then back up to the larynx. <laughs> That's another consequence of evolution. Every generation can only be a direct modification of what came before. So we're nothing but a modification of a fish. <laughs> yeah. Read the hey, book in uh, the fish. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ken. Another source for there is the evolution book too, huh? You talk about the giraffe. Um, um, yeah, he got like a little video on YouTube. He show it like it's long as hell. Keep talking. I'm gonna grab that book. Keep talking, so I can't. I'm gonna grab that book. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. Um. I was just saying it was a, another book that I was talking about. It was that one by Donald Presbro, whatever. 
And he was like, he said, for an, for an animal like the giraffe, uh, hold on. So it says, examples of poor or at least pu very puzzling design can be accumulated endlessly. Many cave dwelling fish and salamanders have rudiments of eyes, but they are completely blind. If God uh, specifically created these creatures to live in total dark caves, why bother to give them non-functional eyes in the first place? And then he goes on to talk about the giraffes. He was like, for an animal like the, like the giraffe, uh, it traverses the entire neck twice. So it is 15 feet long, 14 feet of which are unnecessary. I think that's how he's talking about that organ. I was talking about that body part I was talking about. He said, not only is this design wasteful, but it also makes an uh, animal more susceptible to injury. I said, of course, this bizarre pathway of this nerve makes perfect sense in evolutionary terms. Well, he basically was saying uh, what uh, your boy was saying in that last book. What page? You talking about evolution? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the digital version. Oh, he got a video where he do it. On Doc's got a video where he show it. Well, you can see how long that coke, like I said, it's 14, 15 feet. And you can see he shows how it wraps around, you know what I'm saying? Because he's using it to debunk the, uh, the you know, the intelligent intelligent design argument. The short little yeah, You don't put that video in it? It's, it's in uh, What is Creationism chapter, I believe. Uh. Yes, that's what he is. <laughs> I see that little stick. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, yo, this is a hard-ass book right here, yo. See the fish? Here you go. That's the fish we came from. I call it the fish that does push-ups. Your inner fish. The book is called, they have another book called Your Inner Fish. You can get that free online, y'all. I'm going to pull it up to show y'all. This shit is funny as hell, oh, yo. It's crazy. Page 37, yo. 37. That's in the um, regular book. Page 37? Yeah, in the book, yep. Y'all, I got to get it. I got an interview coming up in the morning. All right, man. Right, My channel, sure. you know, I respect y'all. Good looking out uh, for the info, you know. All y'all pseudo killers, respect 100. Appreciate you coming through, y'all. Intelligent design or breathtaking insanity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he go in, yo. <laughs> Intelligent design or breathtaking insanity. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, you know, dog is an asshole. That's just straight no, up. That's, that's Donald Presser right there, uh, Sosa. Huh? You don't got none of him, yo? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, you don't got any of him, yo? Nah, nah. I got, I got, uh, but I do, I got Daniel Lieberman, though. He's a, he's a, he's an evolutionary biologist. I got, uh, I got a couple of his books. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I got Let me that. ask y'all a question. Yo, this dude is some simple guy right here, yo. Go ahead, ask the question. Right, Why y'all ain't doing nothing promoting these motherfucking crackers? Y'all got white ology on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this panel full of white ology, yo. What about the great anthropologists that were African Americans who brought this shit forward too? Who talk about evolution too? We ain't gonna talk about them. We can't right, buy them. Let's it. talk about them. Well, they teach what they talk. We listen. Oh uh, yeah. Wait. I just got out of the shower. I'm asking a question. <laughs> I'm asking the question. As you You're right. right. Speak on it. Hey, look, give look, me what I, I get the book tomorrow. I start off with Dr. Ben. Start off. I ain't time on no damn Dr. Ben. I did start off with Dr. Ben. 
I said I ain't talking about no Dr. Ben. What we talking about evolution, yo? Shit, you go find a black book written by evolutionists, yo, and we gonna have it. Trigger, you ain't even give me a chance. That's what you get. Jump too quick. I'm tired of this whiteology on the panel. Man, shut up, man. You want to get into the Chinese argument? What you like? You get you. I'm tired of this white this this, this whiteology y'all keep promoting. The white man side, my bad. Nah, it ain't white. It ain't white man side. It ain't white man. Ain't no sense. It's the whiteology though. Apologize, sir. My fault. Shit. And y'all got that pale skin gene going on. Oh Lord, hammer. Fuck with the damn. I might look, I've been looking for some black scientists, man. Shit. Let Clinton. me know for real. I mean, I'm talking about the you know the, the authors or whatever. I got Neil deGrasse Tyson's already. You got all his books. I need some more. I need some more. Yeah, but you know, he ain't dealing with you know, he ain't, yeah, he, I got he, ain't, he ain't dealing with evolution like that. He's touched on it, but you know. Man, Sean and them books deal with evolution, man. Let me find it, man. Why you talking shit? Oh, okay. Hold on. What page, Sean? Damn, hold on. Which book you got? If you if you uh got the speed in volume three, if you're in volume three, it's in it's some evolution in volume three and two. I know. Better be supposed to know white man in that book to talk about we have white island. anything to promote your book, nigga. Anything. Which one? Yo, the uh spears of the master? Uh the green one, the green one, spiritual. That's three. Why y'all got numbers on it, yo? Y'all on some bullshit. We do, nah, we don't need no, we don't need do all that when they got I'm slipping. Name. I only got volume one, yo. Yeah, I got you. Got that on deck, Kent, because you don't like the. I got to got now support them boys more, man. What page? Damn. Hold on. Uh, Native American Indians, stand STEM. Talk about STEM. Oh, man. Damn it. You supposed to told me the page, yo. Um, you didn't broke the cipher, yo, and disappeared. That's bullshit, Sean. <laughs> yo, I said, listen, Kofi, what is a human chapter? I got it. I got it. Page four. What is a human? Yeah, there you go. All right, here we go. He's gonna get into it. Talk about some evolution right here. Homo sapiens and beings, uh, you got it all, all your sources right there. Yep, human beings are cult a culture bearing primate classified in the genes of Homo, especially the species Homo sapiens. Uh, human beings are anatomically similar and related to the great apes but are distinguished by more highly developed brains and a resit, what's that? Res resulting capacity, resulting capacity for, for articulate speech and abstract reasoning. In addition, human beings display a marked erectness, body courage that frees the hands for use of manipulative members. 
Okay, some of these characteristics, however, are not un unique to humans. The gap in the cognition as in anatomy between the humans and the great apes, orangutans, gorillas, chimpanzees, and bonobos is much less than once thought, as they have been shown to possess a variety of advanced co cognitive abilities formerly um, believed to be um, let me see, restricted to humans, and they give the sources. There you go. So we talked about the speech. So when we talk about speech, let's add in the Fox B2 gene. That's the difference. We have one mutation different, right? And other primates, that's why we can talk. They can make noise and sound, but they can't talk because they have one mutation in the Fox B2 gene. There you go. There you go, Sean. Shameless plug. <laughs> From Spears to Pen, Kofi Passive Boost 13, Value 2. Then go to Volume 3. Y'all talked about melanin. So you take, wrote a chapter on the you melanin crap. That whole argument, too. What page? Chapter 2? Nah, I think, uh, well, I think, I don't know which version you got. You might have got the newest version. So it might be in the back. What's the what's the name of the chapters? Uh, shoot. What's the take chapter? It's talking about the color. All right. Oh shit. Let me see. Are you fine to read it, man? We just bagging y'all up, man. That's all. We just bagging. I know, yo. I mean, but I wonder. I ain't never, I ain't never kicked that chat. Let me see. You don't even know the name of the chapter. You, know, you got too many books, yo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn how to navigate y'all shit. Let me see. Hell, Dad, I tell you what, I can't read though. What your book talking about? Let me tell you what your bullshit. Let me tell you what your bullshit about, yo. What y'all tripping? Let me tell you what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Why, hey, Sean? Y'all put. Uh, y'all putting that on digital, yo? Any of y'all books? I couldn't hear you. Can't what you say? I was asking if, if y'all are going to start putting any of y'all's books on, like, digital. Uh, We were trying to work on it. You know what I mean? Somebody in the chat who was trying to do some voiceovers and stuff like that. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah. That, they ain't even finished a chapter. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> what happened? I saw the <laughs> Yeah, Black is Beautiful is the name of the chapter, huh? All right, hold on. Wait, wait. Damn, man. But you could have <laughs> went to the introduction, though. You could have went to the introduction and found your science, though. That's no great you new dog. I know what I'm going to read. Huh, let me read this. Y'all talking about this is the hardest part of the book right here. Hands down, page 27. It don't get no harder than this. Scientific literacy is a vaccine against the charlatans in your community. Neil deGrasse Tyson. For the first 3.3 million years of African human history, Africa led the world in technology and science. The first tools found 
at the archaeological site, Lomowski III allowed early hominids to manipulate their ecology and therefore increase their advantage over other living species. They continued that hierarchical endeavor through observing and mimicking nature's natural display of fire, allowing them to prepare and preserve food. It was modern humans, however, that marveled in their technological advances. But not simply mimicking nature's creation of fire, but in their ability to control it. The nature of fire set the stage for advanced tool making and modern weaponry. The foundation of modern Oh, God, man. Let me go back. Man. What was that? Man. They continued their hierarchical endeavor through, the op through observing and mimicking nature's natural display of fire, allowing them to prepare and preserve food. It was modern humans, however, that marveled in their technological advances by not simply mimicking nature's creation of fire, but in their ability to control it. Manipulation of fire set the stage for advanced tool making and modern weaponry. The foundation of modern chemistry has also been observed around 100,000 years ago in the use of iron okra pigment used by homo sapiens. Unfortunately, the, this science, these science and technological advances are historically undermined and dismissed by colonialism, slavery, and foreign religion. History continues to unfold, and thus the saga plays out in our cultural and our current pandemic. Based on scientific data, the African American community is at the higher death rate due to COVID-19 than any other ethnic group. The high death rate of African Americans is due in part to social conditioning, lack of health care, institutional racism, discrimination, and unemployment. In short, however, it is a direct result of us trading scientific literacy for religious ignorance. Brother Unk, God killer. Yeah, I wrote that piece right there. That's why that's my favorite piece of the book right there. Huh. Hey, now, now, now that was that was okay. But let's look at this other introduction and let's see who introduction sound a little bit better. Come on, man. The use, of, the use of spears in history dates back well over 500,000 years ago. Science says the earliest hominids created spears out of necessity. The necessity was food and in order to survive the craftsmanship began. A uh, Homo habligandus, or uh, uh, not, yeah, Hildenberg man, was responsible for the first spears found in Katupan in South Africa. That's in, I'm in volume three, uh, in case you're looking. Archaeologists compiled the evidence that provides proof that stone-tipped spears tied to wooden sticks was an invention created on the continent. This showed the genius of early hominids since the time memorial and the evolution of spears throughout history. The find does more than simplify extend the prehistory of stone tipped spears. It puts those first spears firmly in the hands of Homo 
uh, Hildenbergendis, if I say it right, says Wilkins. Modern uh, foragers use such tools to take down large game of part of uh, cooperative strategic hunts, perhaps our ancestors did too. The spills are evidence for the deep accumulation of hunting behaviors in our lineage, says Wilkins. Use of the spears may have developed as the brain of Homo Hildenberg Guinness increased in size, she says. Heaven against this. Now, the same can be said for the ritual, a custom that early um, earlier historians argue started in Europe some 30,000 years ago, but based on the evidence that also was an early invention created on the continent of Africa approximately 70,000 uh, years ago. Archaeologists found in the cave located in Kalahari Desert of Botswana evidence of organized ritual activity. Current world archaeology is hominids evolved, so did tools as well as rituals. And today we can see clearly the comparative similarities culturally across the continent of Africa. Spears played a pivotal role in as man progressed and developed mentally and culturally. Africans were known for crafting unique weaponry during the pre-colonial area which were uh, then used for various activities like war, grazing, traditional ceremonies, and some of prestige. Most notable weapons were the spears made using a long wooden sheath and a metallic head, as well as a bow and arrow and shields often made from animal hide. I ain't gonna read them on my dog acting crazy. <laughs> you think that was better than that one, y'all? That was killing, I, I ain't finished. Uh, I ain't finished. Yo, I got, yo, I got straight to the point. Yo, I ended up in the pandemic. No. The book is called Spiritual Combat. The Spears is Killing You. Oh, no, no, no. Your little quote from Neil deGrasse is okay. We give you a, oh, we give you a, we give you an eight out of 10. Come on, yo. It's a page of fire, yo. Sometimes it just, ah. Okay. Okay. I like to try to microwave us. We got it. We understand. Now I'm just messing. <laughs> oh, I just know how not to talk you to death. Get straight to the point of what it was and how it was. Yeah, I went a little bit fought fire, yo, coming for the spear, yo. Did it? <sighs> yeah, yo, I think the fire came for the spear, yo. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, got you. Huh, I was first. Now, actually, man, they got cave paints in this daggone book, man. Yeah, they doing the, uh, at, yeah. We got a lot of bunch of stuff in there. There's a reason for it, man. We go all the way around the continent. Oh, yeah, yo, that, that's it. Yeah. yeah. We even talked about them old Mayan pyramids you got into earlier. Yeah, it's in the <laughs> Yeah. All right, let me show y'all something real quick, man. I'm looking at this Invidician, and it's crazy, yo. They talking about the flood. <laughs> but they don't again? Nah. No. I just want to pay that part when they get the time of the damn flood. Yeah, let me see. Let me see, y'all. Uh, it's great. In a minute, you got to be African through and through because we got to understand the African plight and we got to be African on. Oh, man. Hold on. On everything that we do. Africa has to be at the center. We're not imitating. I wonder why it's doing it. It is slick talk. You on mute, huh? 
Yeah, man. We chilling. Yeah, you, you want? Oh, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty well off the scene. Oh, he tried to play, tried to get uh, the video. Right. Dan seen the commercial came on the thing. Y'all supposed to feel the dead air. Y'all ain't trying to help me All out. Right. Yeah, I fall off. I got I, knockalepsy and shit. He woke back I thought up. you did that on accident, yo. <laughs> y'all funny, yo. Funny. Let's see what he's talking about. Let's see. Mm. And we're that proud to be part of the imitators. Mm. We are proud of the African persona that we are the true educators of the planet. In every field. Every field. In every field, you know, so that African centeredness has to happen. So I want to. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Let's talk good. about that. Okay. Right, pick up all those books, man. Yes, and yes. I purchased. Okay. I, I want to first say this. Uh, what book did you start reading? Yet? I started reading this one. All right. All right so I purchased that. both books already, and I got my highlighter all throughout both. Now I'm an author myself. I've written five books. Yeah. And you know, as an author, or as a person that's really uh, into books. You know that the really good books, you don't want to see no highlighter in. Right. But in the, your study book, you will. So I've colored both of these pages. Okay. So if y'all remember earlier, I talked about the level. Okay. I guarantee you, what they got in their hand ain't the level. You <laughs> damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I guarantee you that what they got ain't the level. Because you can tell by their conversation. You can always tell by a person's conversation what they read. Now, you heard what Sean read out the book, and you heard what I read out the book. The same shit you're going to read when you go, when you see Donald Prepper, when they talk about the science, they talk about the same thing, yo. The anthropology book I wrote, the same thing. It's the level. They ain't got the level. And you can show it. Watch this. I'm going to show you. They're going to be talking about the flood. Watch. They're going to fake you out. They're going to fake you all the way out. They're going to get you. Let me see. Is it the flood right here? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Watch, y'all. Watch. Oh, it's a damn commercial. Don't want the commercial. We don't want the commercial. Damn it. No, we don't want the commercial. We don't want the commercial. Man, hold on. Let me play. Let me mute my phone. Say something. So. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh... I see y'all. I, I thought the bill was gonna be something different, but uh, we traveling down this road. I'm kind of that's kind of cool because I want to kind of get to the science. So kind of dope. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Um, I guess let's stand up for life was supposed to be the topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to figure out like I can't lay something. <laughs> we going with this though. I came on. He was on the pyramid. I'm like, I don't know what. No, I, I feel like you about to get into that flood, man. We was talking about that uh, a couple of weeks ago, like how the, uh, the you know, like the Noah shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the global flood. Because that's what they about to get into when he played a video. Like they start making a, lo a lot of crazy claims or whatever. But um, 
know, so flood, yeah. right? It's just such a natural condition, right? That happened. Like, let's just say, like, everybody was separated right now, right? Uh, New Orleans would have a flood story, right? Right. Texas would have right. a flood story. Right. And but if they didn't have anything to do with each other. Right. But but if they was in ancient times and they didn't have connection to the rest of the world, they would write down their story as if it was like a flood that took place all over the world. Because they don't, yeah. Because in their in their paradigm, it's the world. They don't know nothing. You know what I'm right. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he was like. Yeah, we taught the whole world. I'm like, how are you gonna teach the Native Americans over in North America? Man, I, I found this. Uh... Go ahead, go ahead. My bad. No, I guess say, but you know, but they come from that, um, you know, the Van the Van Sertima realm. So, you know, they with the Africans right. all over the globe. So, right. Yeah, so the information could be all suitable as hell. Yeah, man. I'm gonna let I'm gonna put that junk, but I found a site, man. It just tore the flood shit all the way apart, man. Matter of fact, got it out of the uh, Presser Road book. Got the link from Presser Road book, yo. Hey, yo, what what page is that with the nerve on that in Presser Road book, yo? What page was that? Uh, oh, got you. Get that book out the server. I can't. It's hard to read book on my damn computer. I swear to God, I gotta be in my hand or audio book. I swear to God. So it's on page 41. 41. Hold on, yo. Shout out to Wu Jaws. I'm in Raw Squad up, yo. We in the chat, yo. Shout out to the brother, yo. Massive. Yeah, yeah. I sent, I sent him a link for the Discord server and stuff. So he wanted the, uh, the book he had on the screen. Told him it was in the Discord server. So I think he got the link. Yeah, hit that link, though, um, Wu Jaws. Jump on. What yeah, it's page? on page 40, 41. All right. It's a good uh, illustration of what we talking about with that nerve, like, so they could see it. Yeah, and then, um, then he got the joint, huh? Said from fifteen feet to fifteen feet joint. Yeah, forty-one. He talked about the flood in there too. Then he talked about on sixty-seven the fossil record, the different layers where they found that. You're not getting around them, yo. You just not. You're not gonna win. You're not gonna get around them. Hey, uh, what author you think they got in their hand? Uh, oh man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to cut. No idea. No idea. Yeah, yeah. It, it go all the way down, wrap around. The nervous and white. See? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this shouldn't be that long. Yo. They, <laughs> the giraffes well, one shouldn't be that long. Yeah, so they watch this. This what they teaching, yo. It's crazy, yo. Like, are y'all like, come on, man. I'm gonna do a whole piece on this, y'all. I got the work for this. I'm gonna beat them up. Let me go back a little bit. I hope the damn commercial don't come back on. Damn, I want the commercial to come back on. Why is the commercial gonna come back on? Let me get on with it. Okay, so the oldest, the, the lock, this dinosaur bones is larger than Tyrannosaurus Rex. Mm. And he's amphibious. Which means that you had to have great body of water. That's right. To hold some creature that's 40, 50 feet high, you know, and shit like that. Think. And that's in the middle of the Sahara Desert. So think about what the Sahara was once. Right. Once was. It was a great vast of water. And let me ask you this question with respect to the flood. How vast do you think this great flood was? I mean, because to even speak of it as, as ah, yeah, with the metamnetic for great, to speak of it as a great flood, how 
vast would you say this is? Why are we describing it as great? What's the vastness of this? We talk about maybe 90% of the world population. Ooh, Sean, did you hear that? 90% of the world's population. Because people lived along coastlines yes, and water sources. Amen. Remember the map we showed you in the anthropology book, yo? This is the time period he's talking about. Matter of fact, he's talking about an even older time period. Uh, it's called the Valley of the Whales, yo. They're the prototype of whales. They got legs on them. I'm going to show y'all a picture of them. This is what he's talking about, yo. The flood, he's talking about the, 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 the Tethys Sea, he's talking about. But this is before, before the desert turned to a desert, dog. It's before Homo sapiens sapiens, yo. Remember, yo, dinosaurs and humans do not live at the same time, and a whale is not a dinosaur. Yeah, he's saying that uh, that Kemet wrote about it too. Woo, let me get Woo John. Right. That's what he was saying. Right, he's saying that that's on the wall, like they referred to it as a, what the Great Flood or something. He was talking about. That's See, is it? So, isn't Lex, Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't really know the guy like that. Is he like a um, a Bible believer or like trying to make it work with the Hebrew thing? He's a Hebrew, like uh, I don't know the, the so they so they so they pretty. Okay, so they pretty much they timeline go with the Bible, right? Mm, in a sense, he's a little different. Like he'll switch up, you know what I'm saying? He'll switch up on you, but you know, he kind of he kind of play in that same little area, though. You know, he kind of walked a little fine line. You know what I mean? He, he, right. So they, so they gotta, pretty much there. He'll switch up. If it, if it, you know what I'm so he so he pretty much stuck in that six thousand year timeline, then, right? I'm not. I'm not for certain if you the six thousand year timeline, but he's slick with it. Like he'll he'll say that shit for me six thousand. It means sixty million. You know what I'm saying? Like because he all messed up if he if he doing that, and then he's saying the yeah. dinosaurs and the humans live together. Like it's gonna be all kind of all yeah. kind of holes in that. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. You didn't hear what he said? He said there was a dinosaur <laughs> that lived in the great ocean in the Sahara Desert. Lion Mexico. Mm, oh. It's all flooded out, yeah. So, so Man, hold up, hold up. They talking about two hundred and fifty million years ago, yo. <laughs> well, I'm about to say, well, well, how come you don't find dinosaur bones, uh, uh fossils, with human fossils? Because they're yeah, designed, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's why. But he probably, you know, but he, you know, he probably, you know, he under the mindset. Even if you said two hundred. They don't believe, you know, they believe humans been here from the beginning anyway, though. So, you know what I'm saying? Man, what we going to do, yo? Yeah. Are we still trying to play the video? Nope. I'm trying to find a source. Hold on. Let me show y'all something. Let me show you why they're crazy. Why it doesn't even make sense. Damn, man. It's crazy that people be, you know, people listen to that and they're thinking they're getting some Solid information. Dang, yo, we got they, they over there, damn, yo, they on top of their game, yo. Yeah, he hit them with the, he hit them with the woo. <laughs> yeah, he's like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just spit some cold shit just now. I was like, what? <laughs> woo. <laughs> I think we draw want the link, yo. <laughs> I said a link. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that shit was crazy, man. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Hell no, yo. Here y'all go. Let me show the family. Here y'all go, family. It's called Wadi El Hatan. Wadi El Hatan, Valley of the Whales. He called it a dinosaur. It's not a dinosaur. It's a whale. Here's the picture of it. Boom. There's the legs. Look at the legs. Got a leg. Hind leg. Look at that. It's not a dinosaur, baby. They bugging. All right. This is the area where they found. Where's the mark at? Let me see. It should have been on the map, right? I don't even see that. That's an erosion right there. The sand dune, an erosion. That's how they can measure how old it is. There it goes. It's a picture of it again. Look at the look at the elongated arms on this joint. This is not a whale. This is the this is the ancestor of a whale. All right, this is how they know ocean was there, yo. By them dunes and the erosion of it. They can tell how long it was there, right? They got all kinds of shells and shit at the bottom of this ground right here. Uh, it's called, I forget the name of them, Esolites. Silites, I believe. I'll get the right name for it. All right. So let's see. Uh, shit. Let's look at the time period for this. Come on, man. All right, let me see. Uh, geology, history. Let me see, can we get a time period on that? What's going on, Wuja? I'm a raw squad up. Peace. Peace, everybody. Peace, Wuja. Yeah, I'm just tuning in. I tuned in earlier and I, I just came back. Mm -hmm. and you uh, mentioned dinosaurs with human beings in, in Egypt, you know. Yeah, they did it. Your homeboy. <laughs> boy did it. In the DC, your boy, they did that. Do they have that on the walls or not? No, I, I did an article on that. Um, what people mistaken as a as a as a glyph that looks like a dinosaur. And Do you have it? Lot of, have you put it on the screen from your website? Yeah, I could put it up. Please put that up, please. Let's get that out there. Mm. I'm tired of that whole meta nature. I don't know why y'all letting them get away with it, dog. I don't you know, know what. You know, with whole Yeah, it's on my screen. So. Um, oh, uh, let me stop sharing. Go ahead. Yeah, that's. It's on my screen. I'm not sharing my screen, but it's on my it's on my screen. So I if you want to see it. Yes. Oh, uh, that's what he calling the Don. Where the thing? Um. Oh man. man that, 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 uh, that glyph right there is um. Now I did this back in 2013, so you can imagine this eight years ago. Um, I did this article because a lot of people were saying that the dinosaurs and the Egyptians, well, they were arguing that the pyramids, you know, and the Sphinx are so old, it goes way back then what Egyptologists say. And, you know, the Egyptians lived with the dinosaurs or must, must have witnessed the dinosaurs because they have dinosaurs in the glyphs and stuff like that, but it's completely false. So I did an article on this. That's actually a duck. That's, a, that's called a tresset, um duck or goose where they break the neck and they um and they fillet it, they slice it open and the and the the legs or the um the wing and the two legs are spread and then the neck is bent to show that it's broken. So that's a duck. It's not a dinosaur at all. <laughs> it's a duck. It's a goose. Yeah, 
Trestle Goose. And I, I did this whole article, it explains it. So, you know, the person pointed to it, you know, different websites that would say, hey, the Egyptians are, you know, the civilization goes back way, way, way back with the dinosaurs and everything, because it looks like this particular creature, which is a, um, a plesiosaur, 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 right, right. which is an actual type of dinosaur. It, it looks like that in the glyphs, but just because it looks like it doesn't mean that that's what it is. That's so anyway. I, I go through and show right here. Right here is the um, the duck, same duck right here, or goose with his uh, neck bent as an offering table. Um, shows it here with the with the geese still with the feathers on now, with the neck bent, broken. One here, get ready to eat one, showing it is that it's food. So it's not a dinosaur at all. And I show um, different instances where you can see the word or the glyph in words, you know, it's in the word for fear, synedge, which means fear. Mm -hmm. so, so they use that glyph to, to deal with fear or the, with the word fear. And so, you know, people could check it out. It's on seshmetanetra.com. It's one of the articles on there. So nah, so no, the, you know, I mean, anybody that believes that humans existed with the dinosaurs, that's, I mean, you don't even have to talk about Egypt at all to understand that that's false because that's just straight. Right you know, archaeology, you know, they don't, you know, human being, homo sapiens, sapiens, let me say it that way, did not exist with dinosaurs. I mean, you, no. can't, you can't mix that up. Can't find that one fossil in the same place that you would find a human fossil. Exactly. Uh, as, as well as um, Pangaea. Like, you know how a lot of people will say that humans lived on um, the planet, homo sapiens, sapiens existed while all of the continents were one. Mm -hmm. that's the same same thing you know people say those things with dinosaurs or with Pangaea none of that's true but when I first came back I heard you talking about the flood and um yeah, he, yeah. basically uh, Zion and them was trying to claim the, the global flood actually happened or whatever come on let's run it real quick let's run it hold on let's run it and then let you finish um uh hold on let me run that little video. Let it get into it. And and uh, so Wuja actually cleared up the glyph. I mean, that's vital. So so now we got people in the community tricking us now. They're tricking us with they reading the meta that, and that And that's just horrible, man. Like, come on, yo. So, you know, so like, that's, that's disrespectful to the brothers that really read it. And then, you know, it just put everybody in a trick bag, man. Cause y'all really think you're reading it like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm thinking he learning. Yeah, I just you know what, Uja? Yeah. Have you heard him talk about the glyphs? Who's that? Your main man. No, 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 no. I, I just I just um came back and tuned in. I saw I saw you were saying something about the flood. All right, hold on. You never heard him talk about the meta lecture before. Um, I was saying, who are you talking about? Lex, Lion Lex. Oh yeah, I heard, I heard, I've, I've heard him on, on a few times speak about the glyphs and things. How proficient? How proficient? I don't say efficient is he? Pro proficient. Proficient. Damn. Um, I haven't seen anything lately, so I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out of time on, on. I haven't been paying attention, but when I did. Um, I spoke to it. We got we had a couple of videos on our channel 
well, one, addressing some something that um, Lex said or claimed, and we addressed it, and invited him on. So so he came on to the to our show, the Seshu Mighty Metal Nature YouTube channel. So he came on there so we could explain to him um, his and correct you know correct him directly. And what he said. Uh, it was a pretty good conversation. I mean, you know, we were just correcting him on on. I, f- I forget what it's about. Actually, it was, it was a while back. But um, so I don't, I don't, I haven't seen anything lately. You know. Internet, right, all right, here we go. Let's see. Straight up. Check. Don't get mad. Don't get mad at the brothers in the street. You might as well claim claim your street creds. Claim that shit. Talk your shit. Stop playing games. Oh, man. Stop playing games. All right, let me get on with Zion Lex, man. That's enough, man, because y'all motherfuckers is tap dancing and buck dancing and boot licking and all that shit. So let me get on with Zion, man. Part two of Zion the Lion. <laughs> tap dancing, buck dancing, boot licking, good God. <laughs> go ahead with all that. Okay, so the, the, the this dinosaur bones is larger than Tyrannosaurus Rex, mm. and he's amphibious, which means that you had to have great body of water. That's right. To hold some creature that's 40, 50 feet high, you know, until like that. Think and that's in the middle of the Sahara Desert. So think about what the Sahara was once. Right, once was. It was a great vast of water. And let me ask you this question with respect to the flood. How vast do you think this great flood was? I mean, because to even speak of it as, as ah, yeah, with the metamnetra for great, speak of it as a great flood, how vast would you say this is? Why are we describing it as great? What's the vastness of this? We're talking about maybe 90% of the world population. Woo! did you hear that? Ninety percent of the world's population, because people lived along coastlines yes, sir. and water sources. Yes, sir. So if the water rises a hundred feet, that means Manhattan is all gone. All gone. All gone. All the coastal areas mm. of Brooklyn, all gone. It's gone. Mm. You know, the Bronx, all gone. It's gone. So water raising a hot, and, and we're not talking. We're talking about tsunamis. Right. Tsunamis. Right. That means if you see it, you dead. That means <laughs> you know. To, to add context to what you're saying. We have to begin to validate what some of these world cultures are describing them yes. when they speak of a global flood. There yes. was a global flood. Now, let me ask you this question, because some people speak about um, the water, the water uh, mold around the, uh, the apex of the pyramid, mm-hmm. that they can actually see water lines. Why would you have water erosion around the apex of the pyramid on, on, at, unless the pyramids were built before the Great Flood? And also, the pyramids had to have been submerged. So what are your thoughts on that as far as this great flood submerging the pyramids? Because if the pyramids are truly of greater antiquity than what white Egyptologists are saying, which we clearly agree with, then that means it's quite possible then that these pyramids were around for the great flood, which would have meant that they... Pay that $12 a month, man, for that YouTube premium, huh? Trip. No, I ain't gonna be all help. Let me just say something real quick. Go ahead. Um (laughs) he mentioned, you know, I I don't I didn't hear him making a claim that that ancient Egyptians say this, so I'm I'm, I don't wanna uh miss that's that's at the beginning. He said uh he said they describe it as the ha what he said the ha which means great or something, ha ah something. It's ah. So that's what I want to clear up. Um 
the the word ah means big or great but it it would not indicate a global flood because i can tell you this we know you know what the mediterranean sea is right yeah um the mediterranean sea in the to the egyptians was called wedge where and the word where means great and so it means great green the word wedge means green um so it means the great green we call it the mediterranean sea today and we know the Mediterranean Sea is not great. It's it's actually not great. It's 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 pretty small, relatively speaking. So that can't be the um the basis for saying that the word ah in, in, in whatever description is is for um something that's global, like a global flood covering 90% of the world and this and that. So, you know, that's that would be a, definitely a reach with no basis. So I just want to clear that up. I'm not sure if that's the claim, but I'm just saying. People have to understand. You can't, you can't, see, you can't microwave Kemet. You can't live in dictionaries. You can't Google Kemet. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Anybody try to do that is going to fall on their face every single time. Mm. Can't do that. You can't play the Google game. Can't Google Scholar, huh? No. Nah. Okay. Mm. All right, here we go. We go. Submerged to an extent. So what are your studies in that area? I know that Heru M. Akeki was there before because we can see the watermarks on it. Even on the Heru M. Okay. Right. All right. So we know that. And so when we look at it, it's looking directly at um, Heru, um, excuse me, Leo in the horizon. Mm -hmm. So we know that at 12,000 years ago when Heru was on the water, that was in the middle of the flood. Mm. People were not building a carved statue with tsunamis, earthquakes, and stuff like that. Come on. So that means it was there already. Come with it. So now the next time is mm -hmm. 36,000 years, because you gotta go 26,000 more. So you add 26 to 10. That takes you back 36,000 years when the ancient Kemet U said we were still ruling. Mm. Sonetta, this is groundbreaking, brother. <laughs> I know you know this is groundbreaking. <laughs> now, people try to deny the story, yeah. right? and they isolate Kemet as being the only ones who are not witness. Yeah. And what they're doing is they're removing Kemet then from the world scene, yeah. from what other nation states are reporting. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, so no. Yeah. And, and let me just say this here: we only even know mm -hmm. when you talk about Atlantis mm -hmm. and uh, Lemuria. Mm -hmm. We only know that through ancient Kemet. Talk about it. Solon, the Greek philosopher, was taught that by Kemet priests. And then he wrote it down and now the rest of the world talking about, and you notice every movie they get, they got that the ancient Lamarians is white people. White and people. the ancient Atlanteans is white people, which we know that 8,000 years ago, they didn't even exist they on the planet. Exist. That's a fact. So if we're talking about pre-flood, mm -hmm. I mean, now they're even coming up with information. The caveman wasn't white. Oh. You know, Neanderthal wasn't even white. Mm. You know, <laughs> listen. So now that you know, they're you know, the truth is slowly rising, slowly coming out, slowly coming out. And we as African scholars, we got to stop being symbolic historians. That's right. We got to start doing the research ourselves. That's why I want all of us to learn the Medunetra. That's right. When I was teaching Medunetra in Ghana, mm -hmm. I helped the Ghanaians earn, learn their language even better mm. because. Most people around the world learn their languages symbolically. That's right. Not connected to culture. That's right. That's so right. when I talk about certain animals in the Ghanaian culture, they didn't have a word for it. They don't know, oh, mm. no, that's just bird. Mm. No, no, that's just snake. No, man, it's, it's a whole bunch of different types that's of right. snakes. You that's know? right. So they had to go try to do the research because they didn't even know. Uh, they have a word um, uh, in Swahili, we call it the Wazungu. They have a, uh, another word in Ghana. Um, Oh, I'm just escaping right now. 
that talks about Europeans. Uh, for some reason, I can't think. Okay, okay. But anyhow, they just associate that word with white people. Mm -hmm. But the word really means destroyer. Ooh. See, but they got angry. Well, you're talking about Tomahawk. No, 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 that's, no, no, that's no. Kemet. That's Kemet. Okay. That's Tomahawk, yeah. Now, okay. what does Tomahawk mean in Kemet? Tomahawk is people of the north. The, uh, you know, barbaric people of the north. Right. You know. It was a reference okay. to early uh, land for Asiatics, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and all of our early records don't have nothing good to say about them. Mm -hmm. And this is before racism or anything came into it. They come like thieves in the night. Mm -hmm. They have no values. They steal. They, their word is not, you know. Why did the Kometics tie up the Nubians? Why was they? No, no, no. Prisoners of war. Oh, I need okay. you to understand that. Of war. All right, we went Europeans fight Europeans. Asians fight Asians. Right. Africans fight against Africans. Wait a minute. It means you got beef. We're going to war. Right. <laughs> okay. And it has no difference if both of us happen to be black. Okay. You know, no, I'm not country with my woman. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with you. You know. <laughs> you know, so it's like it's something of that nature. So we understand. White people war against white people. Asians war against Asians. Some Africans war against other Africans. It was about territories, about values, about concepts. It's about broken treaties and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that you was fighting because they was black. No, you was fighting because you had you had problems with them. That's right. You're, but war, like we know today, most Africans didn't have. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of war was like. You take your best, right. I send my best out, we battle, you win, then I say, okay, what you need, okay? Mm. You say, okay, look, man, I want 20 heads of cattle, That's right. I want five, I want 500 versions, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the whole shebang. You know, the whole Do you subscribe to the teachings of slavery from the European perspective because they taught, oh, no, no, we are saying things like we lost over 600 million lives in the middle pass between the transatlantic slave trade coming over here. Do you subscribe to that? Six hundred million man? Yeah, I know that's a lot of people. Yeah. Um from these little bit of people that come I I, I can't. Yeah, uh, let me just say this here. I think that's part of symbolic teaching again. You see, you can go to the museum and see pictures of the Nina, Pinta, and the Santa Maria, but you can't show me remnants of the slave ships that brought all those people. Mm. Right. And mm. You see what I'm saying? So I'm oh, coming back now. Okay. We have to understand, at the end of the Crusades, European... All right, man. We, you know, some, he make a good point, then he kill a good point. Like, it's just, all right, it's not. I can't do it. You know, they, they, they you can go to the African-American Museum and they got... They got archaeology on slave ships. So I don't I don't know. Anyway, some points they making the videos good, huh? But that whole flood, people, Sahara, water, the whole thing is just ass backwards. It just is, man. So we gotta clean all that up. All right. And there's I'll give you some sources real fast. And so like uh we talked about this. This is an important piece right here. Um, hmm. Let me see. Uh, let me show you the. Uh, real quick. Uh, right, here you go, the Tethys Ocean, right here. 
Your aunt. I'm here. You, you said he made some good points, right? Yeah, then he made terrible. Then he killed it like it's one after another. It's the worst. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I just want to ask you something real quick. Mm -hmm. What was his good points? Because I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't hear any. It wasn't six hundred million people killed in the slave trade. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the wrong number. It's not true. Yeah, six hundred million. No, that's not. That's not true. Yeah, dice. Yeah, he's right. He's right. But then he go right back with, they ain't have- but That's no pseudo signs. That's the point. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't have no respect for that. Like, why you can't- I don't have respect for it. Nah, nah I, I'm just saying that it's, 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 it's just crazy. It's just, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you get people, truth, you mix it, right? And that's- <laughs> Yeah, he didn't say kidnapped. He he didn't say kidnapped. He said dead. Yeah. yeah so you can't even calculate how many people died. That's that's a that's false. Yeah, he said a, a bunch of things that was just false. So that's that's why I was asking when he brings up six hundred million dead. Excuse me. Do you mean? First of all, you need to clear yourself up. <laughs> how do you know six hundred million people died that that was in the slave trade? And then you turn around and say something about you ain't got the ships. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have ships. Like we know you. How we get here? How we get here? Because he said he said that we was enslaved. He said the remich was enslaved in West Africa and sent to the New World. That's how that's how the remich got here. Oh man. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't just... seen it be right on the point. Oh, yo, I don't, I don't know how we, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to get out of it, yo. I, I just don't know, man. He's the, he, them two individuals sitting on that couch, man. People really, really respect them. So he's talking about the Tethys Ocean right here. Now, let me give you the time period on the Tethys Ocean. It's right here. Uh, the Tethys was an ancient ocean that existed from 250 million to 50 million years ago. For the, for the evolution of the Indian Ocean. The, the, the Tethys was uh, orientated east-west, separated the large continents, uh, Guana and Eurasia. They say it was named after the ancient Greek goddess of the sea by Edward Sus. Um, let me say in 1893, who inferred the presence of a huge ocean using uh, the record of maritime marine fossils from uh, the Alps to Africa. Okay, so, but but time period, I'm telling you, learning geological time is important. There's no homo sapiens sapiens. You got like a, 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 a mammal dinosaur mix at 250 million. You ain't got regular mammals yet. Got this dinosaur mammal mix during this period, right? And and let me show you, and, and, and it's all it's, it's it's all wrong. It's just all wrong, man. Like it's it's just wrong. So you know, how do we, you know, how do we correct the foolery? Yo, he like on some cartoon shit. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it's it's horrible, man. It's like it, it's just hard to really, if you say something, then you disrespecting the elder, like. Man, you, you try to use the best English as possible when dealing with the situation, man. Supercontinent. I mean, it's just, I, I just don't know, man. I don't know. Science news. All right. There you go.
Ancient Ocean Link. Brain cells up in here, man. Yeah, it's just there's no humans here. I that, told y'all. I told y'all. I don't know no matter nature, man. Like, nah, ain't nobody checking them on it, man. You got to check them on it, yo. Like we, gonna no, check, we already checked them on it, yo. You got no, to the smoke. No, I don't want that smoke with you. Yeah, yeah you're right. Lions, I don't have time for that. He ignored. He ignored me when I corrected him on one show. He was on. Yeah. He was. In, I was in the chat. I was in the chat. He was on another channel or something. I think uh, old pseudo Mika. She sent me a link or something talking about Zion on there, talking about Metal Nature. And then I get on there, and then I was in the chat saying stuff, and then he realized who it was, and he wasn't really trying to like say too much back. Cause he had recognized the name from the previous from from the shows, but we did correct him. And then Jehudi came out and put like a couple videos out where he was just incorrect on some stuff, mm. and, he, and you know showing that he didn't have a command. And then I uh, put the post up about him being in that. Um, okay. He was in the uh, what was that? That museum. He was in the museum and he was talking about uh, Christianity before Christ and how the cross meant was a uh, indicator that you know Christ was present on on a tomb and um he didn't he he read he read a portion of what it was saying and then it stopped when he got to the uh, determinative that would change the whole orientation of what he was trying to say and so we I did that little that little minor thing that little minor correction on there he didn't know what in me uh he didn't know the word for cross was me, so he was trans. He was translating where well, he transliterated and translated it wrong, and he just put his own emphasis and spin on things. And you know, you try to correct them like that, but you try to correct them and do it in a way that you know everybody can learn from it because it wasn't disrespectful. But then, of course, you know him being him, it is what it is. So you know, um, he tried to ignore it and make you you know play the play the whole they they here to see me type of thing. Let me just clarify something, though, um, that I thought I heard. I may be wrong, but um, I did several things several years ago, and periodically I do it, I, I do it again to repeat because it keeps coming up. The word Tamahu does not mean white people, and it was not in reference to Europeans or white people. All right, so if y'all can see my screen, I just want to show the All audience right. something. Let me stop sharing. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know if everybody can see it because I'm not sharing. I'm not like I said. I'm not sharing my screen, but is is it coming up on the screen where everybody can see it? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Your uh, your icon is up. Okay, so everybody can see it in on uh, YouTube. Okay, so let me just show show everyone this this real quick. Now, mind you, I did a whole entire presentation on this, so I'm not going to do that now. Of course, I just want to jump straight to it, uh, give you the gist. And so, what I'm showing is an upper portion of a, um, a redrawing of a map of the Nile Valley and Delta. And so one thing I want to point out, you'll hear this all the time, the Nile Valley civilization. Y'all hear that all the time, right? Nile Valley civilization, Nile Valley civilization, Nile Valley civilization. Well, when people, when people do that, that is opposite or counter to what Egypt, the reality of what Kemet or Egypt actually was. Um, Egypt was not just a valley, but it was also a delta. And, and the reason why this is important to understand is because Egypt was called Sema Tawi, which means the unification. Sema means to unite, to come together. And Tawi is a, is a dual. 
is the dual form of the word ta. Ta means region or land. And tawi means two lands or two regions. And so the unification of these two regions is what made Kemet Kemet. And so to, to simply say the valley without including its delta is as if to say Simata, and that's is no such thing. So the the core of Kemet being Kemet is is this unification that occurred um, that we brag about, Tawi, Tawi, Tawi. But when we say it in English, we say Nile Valley, but we're supposed to be saying the Nile Valley and Delta civilization. Now, the reason why I say all of that is because on this map right here, I'm going to scoot it up. You'll see these, these glyphs right here. This spells Ta-Mehu. And so when they're saying Tamahu, they're saying this word here, which is a toponym for a region. It means the land that is submerged. And why do they say submerged? Mehu means something. The word Meh is something that is beneath or, or um, submerged under, right? Or at the feet. And so the reason why they say they call this area up here Mehu is because it's at sea level, which means it's submerged. That's why it's swampy and it's a delta. It's flat and it's, and it's very, very um, moist and fertile to where it has a lot of pockets of swamp. When you come up here or come down here, you're going in elevation. You're, you're starting to go in, in an elevated territory. And this is the delta. I mean, excuse me, this is the valley. A valley is a is a cut between two hills, right? So the valley is down here in Upper Kemet. So Tashima'u is the valley, and Tamehu is the delta. And so Tamehu, as as a people, are Egyptians that are from this area. They're not from Europe, and they were not considered white. All right. So that's the that's the short and skinny of it. So don't let people tell you Tamehu means white people or Europeans. The Tamahu, as a designation of people, are simply people from the Delta, um, entire Delta region of ancient Kemet. So they are Egyptians. The, the Tamahu ta um, or the Mehu, Mehu are the Egyptians themselves. They're just from the upper, um, excuse me, the lower, what we call lower Egypt today, but it's north on the map. All right, it's just that simple. And there were, and there were 22 cities <laughs> in this area. All right. And there were 20 um, in Upper Kemet together, giving you the 42 and people connect the 42 with the 42 uh, declarations of innocence of Ma'at and all that other kind of stuff. So that's where you get that from. So hopefully everybody will walk away with with uh, learning that. Don't, don't let people tell you Tama who is white people. All right. So they walk around calling the white man Egyptians. That's what's up. So that's <laughs> it. And 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 there's there's a lot of um, good things and things came out the delta. I mean the delta was is plentiful in farmland and so on and so forth. I mean, as a matter you know, like I said, I'm not want to get into a big bunch of things, but even even one of the earliest mentions of the word Kemet itself, because remember Kemet was not called Kemet until the 11th dynasty, and a lot of people don't know that Kemet was not known as Kemet until the 11th dynasty. So dynasty one through ten. Kemet was not called Kemet, but there was a place called Kemet that's in the Delta area, all right? And there's reasons for that. Kemet to you, the people who were of that of this particular place. So the Tamahu are people from this entire region and so on. So I just wanted to uh, clarify that for people. And that goes for anybody that, that makes that claim, but 
you know all right but that's it oh oh by by the way while i have this on the screen what i mentioned earlier wedge wear this is the mediterranean sea that you see here at the top and you see in the glyphs here it says wedge wear and it's talking about the mediterranean sea but if we were to translate this word for word wedge is green where means great and um or old also means old because if i say a sin where i'm saying my eldest brother a sinet where which means my eldest sister but a wedge where is is great and they refer to this mediterranean sea as the great green all right and we know that the mediterranean sea relatively speaking is not very um not very great compared to the ocean and all that kind of stuff all right so anyway just want to clear that up that's it clear clear it am anyway yeah i just wanted to show y'all the uh, tepid sea and ocean that's basically what the conversation was surrounding but once again along the time periods the geological time uh, I kind of show you where, let me show my screen right here. Let me show you these plates right here. Real quick, I didn't go deep into it. Just the general nature, right here you see Africa, you see Eurasia, and that's that ocean right there, see? Right there, all right? So just the time periods and stuff is just way off of the conversation they was having. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, you, you can't mix it together. You, you, if, you, if you don't understand evolution, if you don't understand geology, and you and you mix it and match it, you know, you, you're very, very confusing and you're confusing people, man. And you know, it's just, it's horrible at this point. And I don't know what to say. You know, it's horrible, yo. They don't even go, they don't even go and figure out when it, when it was the ocean, when it wasn't. Like you just look on the map, you can just actually, you can go into information that's going to tell you about that sea, that, that ocean in the, in the Sahara. It ain't even the Sahara at this time period. What they really want to talk about is uh, when it was switching back and forth every 20,000 years, based off until what they want to talk about the green Sahara. There was no great ocean. You got, you do got like places like uh, Mega Chad, Lake, Lake Mega Chad. I'm not sure if y'all familiar with that. Lake Mega Chad. You had like three, three, three mega lakes in Africa. And, and, and that's how they know, that's how the Africans actually was able to travel up from South Africa because these great lakes actually connected to each other. How they know they got these, they got these, uh, these fish that they find in South Africa that you can find up there in, in a past the Sahara. That's why he was able to pass through it. The Sahara, it, you couldn't penetrate it, okay? Man, man wasn't equipped to penetrate that at 130,000 years and all. They wasn't, they just couldn't do it. But they had them lakes in there, and so you could just lake hop, okay? They find these fish, these cichlid of fish. They find these fish, and they say that's how them fish was able to travel from South Africa all the way up, you know what I'm saying, in North Africa, based off of those rivers. Right, and these rivers connected these lakes. Look it up, Lake Megachad. Yeah, but that's that's during the time period of humans. But the the great ocean that he talking about is not the flood. What is all flood is just not. 
All right, the continents aren't even finished moving yet. So, so, so you learn your geological time. All right, the male scene. Okay, that's the time period where these continents are breaking apart. One of the time periods. No Homo sapiens sapiens. It's crucial. Let's see if I can find something for Lake Mega Chad, man. Any questions in the building? Anybody? Anybody feel lucky today? Anybody in the chat feel lucky? Do you feel lucky? Do we got anybody feel lucky? We got the great panel hoping y'all feel lucky. Anybody just feel like you can just get us? Let me see. Where you at? Hutch? When you quiet, Hutch? Where you at? Hutch don't even get on no more. <laughs> Supposed to lure them on the panel first. <laughs> I can't lure them on. I mean, you know, uh, high school, 250 million years. Uh, let me say 250 million years. I don't, what? Think so. What do you say? Uh, I'm just saying high school. He came to the conversation later. I was expensive. What, what Infidisi was saying. He was talking about Infidisi? Yeah, I'll explain what Evidishi was saying. Any ancient cultures that spoke of a flood, huh? I that's was losing that's brain cells listening to that, man. I was like, he did, oh. um, the info, uh, what's his name, Muf Infudiji? Did he say, uh, that the flood happened 12,000 years ago? Did I hear that right? Oh, he was around 12,000 years ago? No, you know, he's saying Kemet 26,000, 36,000. Yeah, he's talking about, he, he's talking about two cycles. So he's saying, you know, Hey, thousand years plus. That's what you're talking about. Okay, you lost me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what you got on them cycles? Everybody always talk about the equinox, the great equinox, the great year. What you got on that? In the meta nature. Um, I mean, it's it's evident. There's no evidence of people being there, uh, doing those kinds of things at a, at that period of time. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't speak on that. I mean. As far as the dating, how the Egyptians uh, recorded dates and everything, they had a different way of telling time. They had um, cycle within a cycle. They had two that we know of two um, ways of timekeeping. And one was, uh, you know how today we use a leap year. Every four years we have a leap year. So mm -hmm. every four years we have uh, February 29th. Mm -hmm. By the way, I have yet to meet somebody whose birthday is actually February 29th. Do y'all know anybody whose birthday is actually February 29th? I don't know. Got it. Yeah, yeah, mine March first. <laughs> huh? I said no, mine March first, so I guess that would be the twenty ninth. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm March saying, 28th. I don't know oh, anybody. I never met anybody either personally. It's crazy. I'm saying, I, I have yet to meet somebody who was actually born during a leap year and their birthday was on on February twenty ninth. I have yeah. yet to meet anybody like that. <laughs> but anyway, so we we add a year. I mean, excuse me, we add a day. To every four years to um, keep the calendar um, going. Well, the ancient Egyptians didn't do that, and so they had a calendar that that wandered. So every um, every the, the every four years the calendar went backwards, 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 and so to complete that full backwards cycle was about fourteen hundred and sixty, um, and I'm quoting on top of my head fourteen hundred sixty years, and they call it the Great Year. And so that's how they calculated. So these great years or the year of Ra would, would cycle through. So they had these great years and then they had the years within that. So they had like a wheel within a wheel. But, but when you talk about 
36,000 and 50,000 and things. Now you're getting into um, um, what people are trying to use as a polymer stone and stuff where they have the so-called gods physically were one. You had to believe that the gods were physically real human flesh, sentient human beings, and that they once ruled um, East Africa that long ago and then turned it over to humans or homo sapiens sapiens or whatever after the fact and stuff so you have to so that's a whole nother pathway of belief in order to believe that and start making those claims you have to believe the gods are actual physical flesh and blood uh people because those are during the times you know where the stories say that these different um deities rule and and, yeah. and so if they believe that they, they would they would also believe that at that time period, like only the people on the planet were the gods, or were the humans also around when the gods were there too? Well, e either way, for me, it's interesting because the people that I run into that have that belief, those are the same people that talk about symbolisms and and symbiotic and symbols and things, which is another way of saying figurative speech, figurative expressions. So on one hand. They understand figurativeness. And then on the other hand, they they take this stuff literal. And to me, that's a contradiction of logic. And so I just, you know, I, I experience those people and it's just I find it interesting that they do that. But that's just there's no evidence for, for it at all. It's just it's just a belief, you know, and it's a contradictory one. You can't understand figurative expressions, but then cherry pick and, and take things literal, you know, so. They, you know, I, I, I just leave them to it. I don't, I don't really engage in stuff like that. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna argue with somebody that has a belief like that. I just share, share information, and you know, ask for evidence to support whatever claims they can't. Then they can't. Just keep moving. Yeah, that's true. And and then as far as the flood, and that that's what I'm leading up to the flood. You know. Everyone and their mother, even if you don't study Egypt, you've you've heard of um, certain things. And one of the main things a lot of people hear about is Nu or Nun and how Nun is this god of the watery deep, the the you know, the um, chaotic waters and so on and so forth. And people interpret that deity and all the stories related to it as as um, a um a documentation of a great flood and that's not true either so it's, it's just not true at all nun is associated with water the word nun um was a word for water but it comes from nini which means inert and and the cosmogonical cosmological story starts all indigenous cultures start their stories with this immaterial infinite an eternal substance that is metaphorically associated with water because water as a, as a tangible material takes the shape of whatever it's contained in. So therefore everything we see is shapes and things, geometry and water can fill that those geometric shapes. And so water is usually the core metaphor for the beginnings of, of, of things. And so, you know, things start with water and, you know, it goes into a whole bunch of things, but, but as far as a great flood and trying to tie it into the Bible, nah, that's not that's not happening. 
I mean, I, my, I, I would, I can't get past the simple logic as far as like, you know, if, you know, when different cultures talk about the flood, that's why I said, you know, if, if, if we were in the older days right now, right, uh, Louisiana would have a flood story. If they were not aware of, you know what I'm saying, other societies going on around, right, just in their own little area. Texas would have a flood story like this. So, so you can see how other, na other people in other areas would have stories of flooding. It's, it's, it's a natural phenomenon that happens, you know, all across the globe. And, you know, just for, uh, you know, for in order for somebody to diagnose it as being a worldwide flood, then that actual people would have to travel the entire world in order to know that the flood is encompassing the whole world. So I, so that's simple logic right there. It's, it's not even enough water on earth to, to cover the whole, you know what I'm saying, the whole planet. Well, um, Sosa, that's a, a excellent point because ancient people don't have documentation of of a consciousness of the entire world like that. So, like if, even even on the surface, if you look at the Bible, the everything that 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 all of the events and characters in the Bible, pretty much every single one of them, all the events, all of the all the inter interaction that takes place, even with the gods and angels, all takes place in a very very small area on the map, very very small area on the map. It's not even the whole planet or anything. Not you can't even compare it it's in a very small place that today is the region we call the middle east that's it and so and so to talk about a flood you first have to stay within the confines of that context and so if a if if if, if a river has a habit of um flooding its banks and it does this on a routine basis if you call if you call a particular flood great then it's relative to the other floods that happen. Mm -hmm. So, so if if I, you know, if I, if if the Mississippi flooded and it was occurring every year, it's not going to be a special thing. People are going to be like, oh, it's the flood, the flood, the flood, the flood. It's going to be just the flood. But if it happens to flood a whole lot more than normal, then we say, wait a minute, this particular year there was a great flood, but that's not relative to the whole planet. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's just relative to to the kinds of floods that the people are used to. Yeah, and so no. that's what people have to understand. And all of their timings would have been different too, huh? Like whenever they, whenever they would say it happened, their great flood, like all of their timelines would, wouldn't add up, wouldn't match up. Yeah, yeah, no, right, right. It would be in sync, mm -hmm. <laughs> in the sense of you know. I mean, but yeah, that's the, it's just. But like I said, still, you can't get around the fact that they would. In order to know it's the whole world, they would have to go travel the whole world. So I'm saying, like you can't know what's happening in Africa if you in South America. So <laughs> thing on the other side. So so any river culture, people, people that live near a river, um, and things like that, if they have a flood story, the thing is, okay, fine, they have a flood story, and they and they may describe it as a great flood, but like I said, it's relative. The problem with that. See, no problem with that alone, but the problem with it is it, when people expand that context to, to be the whole entire world, when these people didn't even have a consciousness of the entire world. Yeah. You know, and that's uh, what Richard White in the chat asked you. Uh, he's asking, uh, what do you think about Dr. Finch's book, The Star of the Deep Beginnings? I don't know if you read it. 
Yeah, I, I have it. I, I read it. Um, but I, it's been a while. I think I got it when it first came out. Matter of fact, I think he signed my copy. My, uh, I think I have a signed copy of 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 that book. But I I I, I won't. I don't have it in my head right now to even comment on it. Um, I just remember before I first read it though. You know, it's interesting. He has some interesting things in there. That's why I got it and read it. You know, I find a lot of things people say are interesting, but um, I couldn't I couldn't go point for point right now. For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. So hopefully, people understand that great flood. I mean, at at the least, the the best takeaway is that a great flood to any indigenous group of people. Um, one, the people that speak about great floods, they they live near water. Um, you're not gonna find desert people. Um, talking about a, a you know, great blood. <laughs> just like, just like, just just like the Egyptians never talked about tigers. <laughs> have y'all have y'all noticed? There's no, there's no tiger. There's no glyphs. A uh, tiger glyphs, and tiger is a large cat. You know, it's an Asian cat. So, so if the Egyptians came from Asia and they and the Asians were the founders of Egypt, you you would think you would see some tigers in in the glyphs. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. But they are <laughs> tigers. Hey, so uh, how about this? The Asians came in and lived in all African culture. That's funny. You said they came in to what? And lived African culture. You know what I'm saying? They, they liked it. It's home. It's <laughs> homegrown. But they always try to put these other people in there. So now if we got all the other people in there. How they? How they learn how to live like African? Who taught them? Who told them to live African culture? Hey, you know what I also was confused about with uh, Zion? It's like he believed uh, um, Suma is older than Egypt, right? Yeah, he said that, yeah. So you made Egypt 72,000 years old or something. Yeah, you defeating your other argument that Suma is older than Egypt. Yeah, it's just keep talking though. It's just you just he keep shit up. He just keep just, <laughs> just keep talking, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, what are we gonna clean up the Armin Raw Squad Facebook group though? Man, it, everything that went wild. You see, you see the recent post I, I, I did. I, I started paying attention because I, you know, I mean, it, it went pseudo, pseudo, <laughs> pseudoism has been at an all time high in a long for a long time in there, man. I, I stopped paying attention. I didn't think that was y'all group. It was so suited. I was like, I can't rock with this. I like somebody that made your own group. So I stole y'all name and made a group. I didn't know that was really y'all group. I, I got, I don't know. I stopped dealing with it. I'm going to cut the thing, yo. I started paying attention. And I just see people, um, you know, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not going backwards, but, uh, but like I'm starting to pay attention to what people post and question it because people have gotten used to just making claims with no demonstration at all. And, and that's something we have to stop can't do that you can't can't allow that people just making claims anybody could do that that's the easiest thing to do i can make a claim right now and if you all don't demand from me support or evidence in some form or fashion then i'm, I'm getting a free ride and and that can't be allowed and that's what people are doing online everywhere but you know as far as the group we got to eliminate that so i i you know i just pay attention a little bit you know people saying culture vulture this 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 guy had the nerve to say that i am a culture vulture only because my screen name is Wujau, that I'm a culture vulture. I'm uh, uh, of Kemet or whatever. And I tell him, I see, he don't know me because I, I do not claim I'm Egyptian. I, don't, I claim nobody's Egyptian. Right. Period. 
uh, you know, I'm not Egyptian. I mean, not only do I do I never claim to be Egyptian, but I I'm the opposite. I, I say we're not, you know, we're we're you know, and all that kind of stuff. And just because of my screen name, so I broke his name down. His name was Rodney. I broke his name okay. down. I'm saying, okay, if if right. my name is prompts an accusation of me, um, you know, appropriating a culture, then you are doing the same thing with your name being Rodney. Yeah. And I broke his, his, down his name, Rodney, being Sa Anglo-Saxon and the whole thing. <laughs> what did he say? And all, all he could do was LOL. And then and what he said was, at least some of my DNA comes from Anglo-Saxon. Oh, wow. And, and he put an LOL. But I'm saying he's just busted. So I'm saying, so that's the kind of things that's going on in, in, the, in the group. We yeah. just can't allow people to just make any old claims. Yeah, we... Y'all got it. Just 50 years, y'all been teaching people. They just, man, nobody in the Amaral squad teach that we the goddamn Egypt. Like, where they get that from, though? I'm going to tell y'all. Really, though? Where they get that from? <laughs> where did they get that from? Egyptian. I don't think I'm Egyptian. Yeah, where we get that from, yo? Sanada, I, man. Come on, man. You know where they get that from. Yeah, but that ain't, that ain't the group. That ain't the Amaral squad group, though. That ain't. You know, they, you know how they lump everybody in the one, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why, you know what I'm saying, like uh, like how Neil deGrasse Tyson say, you know what I mean, like if you don't challenge that stuff, you know what I'm saying, you just ignore it, it becomes, you know what I'm saying, it becomes a norm. Somebody said we need to tell somebody else that. See, I don't, listen, I don't go on wild goose chases. Like sometimes people will say something just just to get a rise and stuff. And, you know, I, I just, uh, I, you know, I don't be feeling up to that anymore. So it's like when people make stuff, make stuff up, people will make up a claim just to get dialogue going. And, and it's, it's not, that's the opposite of how, how knowledge is, is uh, pursued. The, the, the onus or the burden is always on the claimant. So whoever makes the claim is that person's responsibility to show evidence for it. It's not the person who's being accused or whatever to defend. That's not it. That's not it. So if people, if people claim that that I think I'm Egyptian, I don't even bother with that. I'm like, show me where I say that. And a million yeah. people will tell you I say the opposite. Anybody who's ever taken a class with me knows, knows that I don't I don't get down like that at all. I'm the opposite. I even go toe-to-toe -to -toe people claiming to be West African. So don't get me started on, on the continent. How are you gonna be a continent? <laughs> so so you know, you don't want to start that conversation. <laughs> what do you mean? I want to start that. What do you mean? What do you mean? Nah, you don't have time. You 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 already been live for two hours. It's gonna take a whole another two hours, boy. <laughs> you think you're a continent? Um, is a continent. Wow, facts, facts. I I I am I am an I'm a, I am a United States citizen. I'm an American. Yeah, I'm an African American. Just like just like everybody on this panel. Yeah. African, I'm an African American though. <laughs> Citizen, earned it. Yeah, you're right. I think we got you thinking we just. You got an Egyptian name, man, because I like the name, dog. And it ain't even an Egyptian. I don't even think they. I don't even think you pronounce the unk like that in Egypt, would you? But what's funny is that when I broke down his name, Rodney. See, my name is a screen name. His his name that I broke down was actually his name. So, I mean. I mean, he, you know, people don't, don't understand. Right. He killed him. He laughed, right? Because you got him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had to because he, but he, he had to come back with that he that that's that his name came from his Anglo-Saxon genes. Oh wow! Well, that's the case. Did you 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 can look at some of the genetics in the now and find that if that's the point. That's the game we're gonna play. Yeah, I wasn't even gonna do that to him. I was gonna tell him that that um, in terms of deep ancestry, my my paternal haplogroup goes back um, and shared the same paternal haplogroup as Ramses III. So I yeah. could have said that. Yep. I'll play the game. Let's play the game. Yeah, Rodney England as hell, though. I got to tell you that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know who he is, but but yeah. So, yeah, he, he said, yeah, because he, he tried to say that. Um, see, his problem, and a lot of people do this, too. They, they will hear other people make claims and then get mad at one of us for not stepping to that claim. Right. You know, and say, okay, you all go all out saying we're not Moors or we're not Hebrews, but when somebody says that they're um, ancient Egyptians, you all don't don't go out all out on those people. And, you know, but they cherry pick because they don't they don't see the stuff that, that I post. I'm, I'm not with that. We're not ancient Egyptians. Right. Crazy. Bananas. We're not we're not modern um, Egyptians or ancient Egyptians. We're not of the um, Arab Republic of Egypt or Messiah <laughs> today um, or ancient. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't we don't have that 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 um, continuity is not there. If you're not a farmer, if you're not living near a river and stuff like that, you don't 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 try to claim Egyptian. Don't do that. Their entire life evolved around the Nile, the Happy Iteru, as as they called it. They their whole entire life, the calendar, the timekeeping, the um, the seasons, how they conducted tax collection, and 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 everybody's livelihood depended on that river. That's that what that's the core of the culture, and if you claim to be Egyptian today from ancient Egypt and you don't live near a river where the river is affecting your everyday life, like a pulse, the pulse of your life, then don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Cause we don't even live in an environment. We don't live in, in, in that, that physical environment, natural environment. Um, don't speak the language. 99% of the people can't even read the, um, let alone speaking it. So, I mean, don't do it. Just appreciate the culture, study it, and and learn, take from it like 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 you mine it for jewels. And that's what we do for all his, history and, and historical culture. We can learn from it. We can learn from our past, learn from the learn from history. And it don't it don't even have to be our culture. I mean, think about all the people who who like listen, think about all of the people who practice feng shui in their house. You know, putting putting plants in a certain plate area or make sure a window is 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 facing this direction, that direction, feng shui from from um, Eastern cultures and things. So com- people people really contradict themselves a lot. Oh, man, oh, man. pass a lot. Pass a lot. Hmm. So yeah, all right, man. We at the uh, we at that, that that moment in time, man. But I appreciate everybody came through. You still on that, Chef Corey? Now Corey playing Final Call. Chef probably out uh, eating some shrimp, Baltimore. Can't probably sleep. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm hanging on by three. <laughs> yeah, you on the three? Yes, man. Uh, 
I was like, I'm gonna get out about 20 more minutes. <laughs> hey, Ken, are you still you still in South Carolina? No, nah, I'm in Georgia. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not too far from where uh, where you at, man. Okay, yeah, man. I'm I'm finding out I'm finding out quite a few people are are in the in the neighborhood, man. So we gotta have some kind of get together. Bro, yeah, we gotta get the classes back cranky. Yeah, I was trying to tell Unc, man, but you know the people. Some people, you know, they they playing around with that that uh that virus. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, I can't do it. I ain't, I ain't smelled the store. <laughs> and look, I just tell them you gotta get the vaccine before you before you come to the joint. Six well, days. You gonna know? Second shot. You get the uh, look at their cards. Yep. <laughs> and then oh, take extra measures. Wear masks and, and check the temperature at the door. So you're gonna make or it just, or just do it online. Yeah, you can have a vaccine passport to get to the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a vaccine passport. Hey, There's no hey. reason to meet in person no more. I do I do have a serious question, right? This is for anybody on the panel, if if you know, right? So you know that the vaccines are still under EUA, right? Um emergency mm-hmm. use authorization. Now we yeah, talking uh, about that yesterday. Go ahead. So so it being under that still, it's not a fully um licensed or, or or approved vaccine here's the legal issue that people have been asking about is is there a legal right to demand people to have a vaccine as a mandatory thing while it's under eua um approval and not fully licensed and so that's a that's a um conversation that's being had now i have to um, look at the law i mean I would say probably yeah, because you know our country does whatever the heck they want. No, it's got to be approved. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying the legal basis, you know, is is what where the conversation is. Um, I mean, you know, businesses, because I mean, think about it: a business can deny service or deny entry if you got your feet, uh, shoes off, you know, or shirt off, you know, say, you know, no, no shirt, no shoes, no service, no entry, you know, and stuff like that. But I'm saying on a legal level um is it lawful um for for that to happen under eua so that that's just interesting so if if, if y'all never mm, have it looked i into- don't think that'll happen i think they're just gonna stick to the oh you're not gonna be able to travel out the country without having it for right now which i don't think that's a right i'm assuming that they would probably have to put pressure on the uh, airlines to not do it Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. Because I. have been having those conversations lately. It was just, just checking to see if anybody else has um chimed in on those kind of conversations with people. Because people are bringing that up. Hey yo, peace, y'all. Because I'm fading to black. I ain't gonna front. Here we are. <laughs> hey, appreciate everybody in the chat, man. Um, we had one hundred and two thousand. One hundred two thousand. I was gonna say, uh, if it's possible, um. If everybody, if anybody's interested, I have a poem I would like to read. A what? No, how? What? A what? What'd you say? A poem. A poem. I have a poem that I would like to read if people are okay, interested. Look, you got two minutes. <laughs> <Where'd it go? laughs> what? I said a poem, not a mother flipping like short story. Like what? I don't know. When you rock into like a whole half an hour, we ain't doing it. <laughs> Let you know, yo, I can't do it. Well, the tuckers in, yo. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, CK. Yesterday you had me on a thread. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like, like, what is it? Is it? Is it? Is it a minute? Is it under a minute? 
Oh my God, it is a poem. Uh, no, you can have a poem in 10 minutes. I done seen him do it. <laughs> the question is, am I allowed to read it or not? Yeah, if it's under a minute, yes. I'll Let try to read fast. I'll do it for you. Yeah, because I'm I'm telling you, we fading. You know we fading. Well, oh, there's people in the chat that's still alive. Goodness, yeah, well, wasting all this time arguing. I could have been doing Reddit by now. Come on, all right, they gonna see yeah, they gonna, all, they, all I know is if it's that long, you ain't gonna make it to the end. But go ahead. Anyways, I have a poem that I wrote a couple weeks back. <laughs> 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 I wrote this poem because I wrote this poem because um it's not really about necessarily me per se, but it's she took too long. The force is strong. Right? <laughs> Y'all <it's> crazy, man. <laughs> she ain't say she ain't say psycho bull, psycho bull, psycho, psycho bull. <laughs> Like a boy. <laughs> hey, CK, I ain't doing yo. The force did it, yo. Oh, you put the force. How oh, you know you spend the explaining the poem? I ain't even read it yet. Right. But that's all I wanted to say before I read it. You must, I thought you were gonna start reading. You give that was a the intro, man. Yes, I was given. I was given context as to why I wrote the poem. We don't care why. We'll know why you wrote it when you when you spit that, shawty. Well, then why you even gave me clearance to even read it if you were going to say, oh, I don't even care about it, CK? I thought you, no, no. I thought you was going to start reading. Yo, you went into a 20-minute discussion on why you even... A 20-minute discussion? I was giving context as to why I wrote the motherfucking poem. Uh, anyways, before I was so rudely interrupted by my leader... Before, I didn't do it. The force got you. Because the force was like, I anyway. thought she was reading the poem. She didn't read it. She just, she, she talked. No, go ahead. I'm fucking with you, yo. Christ, son. <laughs> but yes, that that's why I wrote it. Because I want y'all to understand it's not just about me, but it's about all of y'all, even those of y'all in the chat. So the name of the poem is called, uh, <clears throat> the name of the poem is called Maintain. Maintain. Trying to hold on so I'm not stuck doing the same thing. It's okay to be mundane. When things get too rough and the masters try to perpetuate, just sustain who you are and sustain what you're about. Out the window pane, I see power trains of bird brains in the stain, causing a bane on the Black Power campaign. And it's a shame. When there are those that are inane in your domain, you might need to detain. When people speak lies and overstrain and folks will think you're insane but you should complain, explain, and go against the grain. When the pseudos run wild and they need to be slain, maintain. When the buildings burn down and war subsides, maintain. When those who want to entertain, profane, and restrain, we regain, we maintain. Stand tall, stand strong, and don't let your work be in vain because without you, things wouldn't be the same. Thank you, everybody. Oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I have another one if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Since that was short and sweet, go ahead. Really? <laughs> Actually, this is one that I read before 
when a certain individual that shall not be named on this channel no longer mm -hmm. before um, kicks me off the panel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Strongly didn't believe that I was a poet, mm -hmm. but the poem wasn't complete. I actually ended up completing the poem. So I'm going to read it again. We're going to start from the top, shall we? Yeah, from the top. The name of this one, if y'all remember, actually, it's been about a year to the date that I read it. Um, so this one was called uh, Control. So let me tell you about something that's really scary. Women living in the world where they can't choose who they marry. Women living in the world so they can be someone's fairy. Like the tales from that book spreading lies and such. Like you're a queen on one page, but chattel on the next. That's contradicting as fuck. No wonder this world's so messed up. And if you really don't think that's scary, let me talk about how these ladies being conned into having babies, the younger, the better. Keeping you on your place so you don't get no thoughts about being any better. But that school is where you need to be. That job is where you will get free. But depending is how they want you. Just so they can have you on your knees, making laws and such so you can't do, so you can do what they please. Lashes, wigs, and butts. Ain't enough makeup in the world to cover up the real you. But that's not really what they want to see. Maybe if we demonize this parade and put more emphasis on your thoughts and deeds, you can exceed past the negativity. Being controlled and demeaned looks like someone is scared of your power. Stand with your sisters to protect your glow so you both can grow and control your destiny. All right, you know. That's mm. it. Yeah, I like that, CK. Mm-hmm. I can't tell. Now you can always say a poet. I'd rather you say a damn poem than talk is the deaf. <laughs> you gotta put some instrumental music on behind that next time, yo. Make it drunk. <laughs> Snap your fingers behind that. Put the symbols oh, behind man. it. But I normally don't sh share my poems, but a certain individual that shall not be named. Nope. You know, has not no more encouraged ever. me ever. Has encouraged me to kind of so I'll share some here and there if I, yeah, if I feel like me. it. We don't mind having a we don't mind you having to say say a poem every time we, we rock. See, that's why you see mm -hmm. K Yeah, see that that's love right there. Yeah, yeah, that's love. Yeah, I'd rather hear that than, than you stretch out 30 sources on us. <laughs> Sources. We forget what the day you were sourcing up. You had about 50 so like <laughs> no. No, I appreciate I appreciate everybody coming through, especially UCK. Right. Um mm -hmm. yeah, I gotta get your videos up there, man. You think your videos gone for real, don't you? They not. I got this weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go there. You'll be saying that a year from now. No, no, no. They was kind of dope. I'm waiting for the next one, though, CK. You almost finished that? I ain't gonna lie. I've been extremely flipping lazy, man. I'm, I'm surprised Kofi and them ain't mad at me. I ain't been working on none of the audio work. I got a new laptop, like, about a month ago. Man, I could have been working on stuff. I'm just, I'm a procrastinate. I'm not gonna lie. Y'all have to stay on me. Like, oh, aggravate man. me every week. Probably every day. 
man. But I'm going to get on it, though. Mm. Wow. All right. Hey, how you say it? Peace to the chat. How's he say it? Peace to the chat. Peace to the panel. Peace to the chat. <laughs> Yo, I don't even be. If you don't know by now, you don't know what's going on in the streets. Flip them up, Go ahead, say that. Go oh, ahead. don't forget. Uh, what? I was gonna say, don't forget, Uncle. I sent you all those books in the uh, Discord server. Remember, like a good two months ago, you was like, "Hey, I want to work on this presentation. You want to do a presentation with me?" And I was like, "Sure, I'm gonna start on this, this, that, and the third. Oh, what are you working on? Oh, I'm gonna do this, CK. I was like, "Okay, I'll send you the books that we got in the server on that." So I sent it to you in the server a long time ago. Everything that you need. All right, appreciate Literally. it. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Definitely appreciate that, yo. Yeah, I'm trying to get to the thing, man. Appreciate everybody in the dang on chat, man. Yeah, we had two two banging shows today, man. I think it was good, man. Uh, Juju, appreciate you coming through. All right. White side, appreciate you coming through. Zane, what up, y'all? Appreciate you coming, appreciate you coming through. All right. My name is Tika. Appreciate you coming through. Sunline 55. Brother Mathis. Eddie Nelson. Bitch White. Don't be misled. <laughs> hey, I see you. Shoot chat. We oh, you should got up here and rocked out. I'll let you rock out. My favorite person, Monica Lamb. Support Monica Lamb. Yeah, she wanted to She's very inspiring. She's very and she and she support and she support uh the squad, yo. Forever from day one. Mika. I ain't gonna let Sean call you pseudo. I be fighting on that, Mika. You just be trying to learn. All right. Yeah, appreciate everybody coming through. Um, that's real. Appreciate that support, man. Hit that Cash App though, Uncle Cat. Cash App, A N K H K A K E K. Hit the website, Abjuware. All right, Abjuware. Hit us up, right? And the Gmail. All right, Pseudo Killers, the Gmail. Yeah, hit us up, man. 